of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters. These heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. They haphazardly welcome you to the exciting genre of tokusatsu. Now, open wide. Take me to Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if you want to get started yet. No, we'll give it a couple we more minutes. Talk about. Yeah, we, we got, got a lot to talk about. To talk what, about. What, what have you been up to since we last convened? Nerd culture-wise. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, personally wise, other than surviving the life, um, yeah, surviving is uh, putting it nicely. I mean, yeah, I've been really focusing on the the story that I've been writing for the last thirty thousand years. Um, but we're getting we're getting pretty serious in terms of you know, in, in the effort we're we're getting. Uh, we're getting sketches we're getting things done like that um you, to act- you and alex keep reaching out to that artist right yeah yeah so it's like we're seeing tangible results for the effort and nice given yeah given the journey and the amount of um changes mm-hmm. that the story has gone through to see the current iteration finally become something amazing is the greatest feeling yet you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't make millions of dollars or anything like that, just having that sense of fulfillment worth the whole thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, I put up a picture on Facebook the other day. Um, I don't know if you saw it. It was like the the pie, the chart over time, and it was like some days it's a little different. So it's baby steps, and you know, accomplishment yeah. for the day can be in in strides and sometimes little short stacks. So yeah. little things. It, it all builds up over time. That's all. Exactly. Like, you know, like there, there are days where I'm sitting at the computer. I'm like, okay, I have this dope idea. I can get to that idea. Yep. Let's make that idea. And then it's three sentences. And then I'm like, that's not enough. <laughs> There's gotta be a lot more to that. So, you know, it, it's definitely a process, but, but it's worth it, man. So worth it. Is that going to get all weird? That got weird. Okay. Did I get sketchy? No, it's I'm messing with Windows to try. I need I need a second monitor again, man. Um, there's messing with Windows to try and get stiff. So um, yeah, um, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, since so I was doing, you know, if anyone's listening who ha- doesn't know at this point because I've hoarded out like a red light district, um, I applied to be a G4 TV host, and. I'm waiting to hear back from that. Supposedly this week was like the soft deadline for like when they would start looking at them. Um, according to some of the other threads I was reading. So here's fingers crossed. You can, I'll put the link actually right now. Cause I'm gonna hoard out again. It's funny. It's funny as hell. And, and you know, it fits, if it's because when, when you knowing you knowing your style of humor, it is exactly the kind of bar that you can maintain. Yep that it's it's not like a one-off that that is your caliber and your style of humor consistently so and it was just it was funny because like the um that all started as like a big trouble little china skit where like yeah. the, the dude driving the car was the son of uh jack burton and he was driving the buffalo yeah. wig express and then like 
the other me it, it and then i watched it and beth was like i don't I love you, but I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what what is happening? I don't understand. <laughs> it, it's it's a nerd culture. It, yeah. you got you got to dive deep. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't make any sense, so that's fine. Uh, here we go. Here is the link to it. If anyone is watching and has not gone to Reddit, watched. it's also on YouTube. It's on our Tokadon uh, YouTube page. Tokadon TV. Um, yeah, it's on Tokadon. Uh, I think it's still Tokadon on YouTube, but it's youtube.com slash Tokadon either way because I wasn't about to change that. Um, and then all the old episodes of the podcast have been uploading there too, which I found out this week when I went to upload that video. So there you go. <laughs> There's actual That's video great. of the podcast. Yeah. Which um, is interesting. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you know anyone watching hops in or sees this in the Discord, which you can join as well, um, at any point it's in any of the links in videos. I can put that up again too in a second. Um, you know, I, I'd very much appreciate it if you went up and uploaded that guy. I got 27 right now, so moving along nicely. And your buddy did one too, right? He submitted. Yeah, it was uh, Dave from school. Dave. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's actually really well done. It's really funny, actually. I don't know why I posted the link to the server in the general chat because they can't see it. Uh, I meant to do that in the Twitch chat. Oh, that's up. We'll get there. Boop. There we go. Because you know, <laughs> I want to join your Discord without being in your Discord. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much been the bulk of it. Um, and then, you know, waiting to hear back from that. Hopefully, that'll become of something. So, um, yeah. And then after that, I got back into working on Anima, which is the story I'm writing with my other buddy from elementary school. Actually, I've known him for literally decades. Um. And yeah, we're we're moving along with character designs and things like that. We have a prequel rough drafted out. We're just kind of spitballing to hammer out details and things like that right now, like designs and stuff. So yeah. getting back into the swing of that. It feels it's it feels good to 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 have something and 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 see something come from that you know i don't know it's just because i've been writing shit for so long that it's always just been up here <laughs> yeah so finally finally see because I, I have no skill for drawing i i can't i can do a mean stick figure but that's about the it. meanest i'm hey there's the legitimate meanest. pages that have made full careers on stick figures and we've both seen the videos josh has too i know I, it but they've made full careers on stick figures I don't remember, was, but there's like the, the stick on, page and all that stuff. Shao, 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 something like that, right? I don't remember. Shao, Shao, Shao. I forget. I forget um, it but I'm going to put up the latest, um, just for spitballing ideas here for shits and giggles, I'm going to put up the uh, the latest little design I popped out for our main character of our prequel, who will eventually go on to be like an All Might sort of character. Um, yep. Put this in the Discord here. See if it'll work, maybe. Hopefully. One day. No. Okay, hang on. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it like this. Boop. I tried to like copy and paste it like I do images on the uh the web, the interwebs, but it didn't work. Yeah, so we're just gonna do it like this. Okay. This is good. Boop. Boop. 
Pebble. So that should work now. Yeah, there we go. So this is the latest character we've been working on. Um, he is the main character for our prequel, like I said, and then he's going to... So our main character's name is Rain in the main story. Um, she's kind of like a Korra-type attitude. Um, and eventually she will... You know, th this guy is the one who trains her and brings her up to snuff and speed and everything. So... Yeah. So... What, what is the focus of the story? Is it just martial arts or yeah it's kind of like guyver martial arts um it's kind of like a i don't want to say lighter version of station but it's more of like a martial arts kind of upper more upbeat kind of thing so it's more of steering into that like martial arts and fantasy sci-fi sort of thing while station's gonna be more of like my horror outlet um is, yeah is it gonna be like um like based in our world or is it its own little thing um, it's so the general premise is essentially a giant fell out of the sky and um, impacted the earth and it created this huge crater and this huge forest from its cells and the cells spread out across the entire world. Um, you know, earth, quote unquote earth. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like a Dragon Ball earth sort of thing, like a pseudo earth. And uh, essentially those, you find out these cells can basically give people like, the, the anime MacGuffin powers sort of thing. And uh, there's this huge tournament that they run by the Ozeki family, which is kind of like a, the mafia, but they don't do like, it's kind of like the Joestar mafia kind of thing where they just don't actually do like drugs and all that stuff. They just run these fights that may or may not yeah. be slightly illegal. Um, <laughs> um, and so in this tournament, you've, they try to people, you know, this is like the, the Yu-Gi-Oh, like the world revolves around these tournaments. And uh, yeah, every, there, there's different levels to everything. And when you enter the tournament, you get an organism implanted into the back of your neck. And that organism is cultivated with these anima cells, which are, you know, the cells of the giants and things like that. And basically, it's it's the, the Earth Mother kind of energy sort of thing that has become the giant cells. Um, and then these organisms fester and cultivate. And there's different levels. We're still, like I said, we're still hammering out details, but there's different levels to um the way that the organism works with its host um and they're classified by jack queen king and ace of course um so i love me my card okay. motifs always, you've always used that kind of motif yeah. i love those motifs so um yeah it's <laughs> that kind of thing has been um it, it's yeah it's it's held a special place ever since i watched blade really um, and the thing is with that, so once you in the jack, you, you basically get, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Basically you get a suit of armor to like fight in. It's kind of like a uniform, um, that generates an armor that because it reacts to the organism that's implanted inside of them. Um, it's kind of like, uh, almost like the, the, the Praetors in, uh, ultra carbon, like the, the general soldier dudes kind of like that. It's that kind of generic looking they all look sort of similar but have like it's not super armored it's it's like an it's like an armored ava plug suit is the easiest way to like think about G3? it yeah um okay so that's the I easiest way to picture it right now because we haven't really you know put out any designs or anything um and then each level is how it reacts to the organism where king essentially the organism takes over the human body and it kind of has this very guyvery bug looking like aesthetic to it 
that you know that shit in his armor look that I like. Um, and then the ace level is full 100% synchronization with the two beings. So they kind of get like a, if, if the human body became a Giver suit sort of thing going on. So it's like a more humanoid version of like their armor from the King version. And each, each level that these people progress through, they have to like beat the, you know, the head Jack of that level to get into the, you know, there's the diamond division and the spade division, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they have to get through each of those levels in the tournament to like level up. Um, so essentially, it's the the main story would be a little different, but that's pretty much what this prequel thing focuses on, that whole tournament and everything like that. So, yeah. It's different. Is it like, is it like immediately before your story? Um, I think we decided it was like 10 or 15 years before. So, yeah, Simon, our main character, the picture I put up. Um, he's he's a professional fighter that kind of fell from grace sort of thing when he had a severe injury because he didn't throw a match. Um, so he, he got jumped in an alleyway and was like severely injured. So he's just been kind of riding his fame for the last however many years we decided since that happened. Um, and, uh, so he's in this kind of like exoskeleton suit and he's like really down on his luck. He's an alcoholic, all this kind of stuff. And the, soon to be head of the Ozeki family that runs um that runs this tournament his name's Yoko Yo- <laughs> his name's full name is Yokozuna <laughs> um like first and last no 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 his his first name is oh, Yokozuna okay. his last name is Ozeki his name is Yokozuna okay, Ozeki but they just call him Yoko, Yoko yeah. <laughs> they, they call him Yoko um and his sister okay. Kita Kita is kind of like the we didn't want to go like full love interest, but like they flirt a little bit, that kind of thing. And you find out later in like the main story, they eventually got married and had kids and stuff. Um, so it's not, it's not like a major thing. It's just kind of, no, she just helps like motivate him to get back into it. Um, sort of thing. And the, okay. the Ozekis basically give him, um, do you remember in zone of the enders too? He gets that like suit that he has to charge in the mech. So he can't leave the mech cause he gets riddled with bullets. <laughs> so he gets in the beginning of zone of the enders too he gets like riddled with bullets so this the the energon or whatever it is i forget what it is in zone of the enders but he can't leave the suit because it runs through his body um so he essentially gets simon essentially gets a thing like that where he has artificial organs and things and all that kind of stuff he's got prosthetics um like raiden he's raiden he's pretty much raiden but less like sci-fi looking with the weird you know skull mask chin and all that stuff um okay it, it's more of just like a bodysuit almost, but he his like a lot of his internal organs were replaced, that sort of thing. Like so when he's in the exoskeleton, it's basically like an umbilical cord to the ceiling sort of thing, so he can move around his apartment, but then he has a battery pack when he's leaves the apartment to do like his appearances as like the fighter and stuff like that. Um and eventually so he goes back into it after the Ozekis convince him to like you know, he has his little turn of character and call to action sort of thing, and the Ozekis convince him to take up the surgery and he goes back to fighting. Um, and there's a plant in there called Victor, who's you'll like this because he's essentially the his anima power is um, canceling anima powers. So he he literally says, "Let's square up for real." <laughs> um, that's his whole shtick, kind of like uh, the, the Bankai in your story. He, he he says, "You know, let's do this for real." Um, yeah. So it's it's he's a plant. He's kind of he's not necessarily a antagonist in this part but he's going to be the grand antagonist where he's very barren you know he wants 
something that's going to be he, barren with the inspiration for the idea for the character. So he's very um, has a noble cause, but the way he's going about it kind of throws him down a spiral sort of thing. Um, and it, essentially, this is all just planting like seeds so we can play around with the building blocks of characters that will be more important in the uh, the main story and just have something done to say like, hey, we finished something. So, yeah. If it if it's something that you're that you're working towards and it's gonna, I mean, it sounds dope, bro. And it sounds like you know, it sounds like an idea that you tweaked to the point where you're like, bro, this is this is it right here. Like, I'm digging it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been all about it. We've been having like um, monthly like calls where we just sit on a call and like I'll throw I'll be sketching while we're just talking about ideas and stuff for like four hours. Like we have little powwows and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, today, uh, earlier today, me and Alex were on the phone for like almost an hour trying to hash out this idea. Yeah, it's uh, that and then that's honestly like I was talking about, uh, you know, our station in our group chat the other day, Um, because that's honestly it. It's one of those things where like I started working on that and it just kind of pulls the other projects out of the rut sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like as the balloon goes up, it takes the ties with it. So I've been thinking a lot more about that stuff. And I was telling you, um, station is a story just for anyone listening who doesn't know. Um, Station is another story I've been working on for god close to a decade now probably um so i started that when we were in college so exactly. it's yeah. probably close to a decade um seven eight years yeah yeah seven eight, eight years yeah um basically i was only working at the school and not going to class so i had something to do to fill my 80 hours in the city essentially so i just sit in a coffee shop and like draw and like write out character sheets and stuff like that um essentially it's that one is a little more ergo proxy style where it's like desolate earth bubble cities and uh guyver units because <laughs> i really like guyver stuff so if, if you if you know what airco proxy is it's it's dope as shit so yeah it's super dope using that as like that mental picture when you're talking about station already puts it up here bro <laughs> yeah like that's that's the vibe i'm going for so and i i really um kind of tailored it back so that's like I, I i'm sure you remember like i think last year the year before like it got so grandiose and ridiculous and there's all kinds of stuff and a lot of it a lot of the ideas we're using for anima were actually ones i cut from station to like help trim that down yeah um, yeah i, I yeah. gathered that yeah so a lot of that stuff kind of you know the builders and all that stuff who got switched over to anima so it's just kind of like here's here's the stuff um yeah I mean, sometimes it doesn't yeah i mean if you have those those grand ideas, but then you realize, does this really serve the story? Not so much. Yeah. But it was just dope. a masturbatory fantasy. That's all it was. It was like, oh, sweet. I got all these cool masturbatory ideas where I'm like, yeah, exactly. do this thing. Yeah. And then, like, nothing came of them because there was no point. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I do that. I do that daily with this thing now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Creative processes are interesting. Um, that one, I'm not quite ready to share with other people yet. I'm trying to do as much as I can on my own with that one before I. Like Ben is the guy who I'm working on another Ben, um, not the one we do the podcast with, but I'm, uh, I've been working on anima with him and station. I'm kind of just keeping close to my chest for now. He's going to read it eventually, but I'm trying to get something more solid all by myself and see where it goes. So yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense, bro. Cheer. So, oh, and yeah, Alon is definitely going to get a caster. <laughs> He's getting a caster. I've decided. You got sucked in, man. Yeah, I, I got I'm sucked in. I can't believe you didn't watch it. Like, I never watched that, it. I it was, was one of those things where I was like, oh, cool ship. But then I was like, Gundam. Gundam, though. <laughs> but, yeah. But you were watching the same Toonami block. Like, I was. It was literally. Oh, man. But anyway, I'm glad you did because holy crap. Yeah. I forgot how awesome that show was. Yeah. Like, it's uh, I haven't finished yet. I'm only on episode 
five or oh. six. Good thing you said that. Okay, yeah. so I'll dial that back a bit. Well, well, yeah, we'll temper that. Um, yeah. So they just got the the outlaw star, literally. They just got the ship. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think I Patch Girl is about to die. I'm pretty sure because she's not in the intro. I was like, that's a big kicker right there. <laughs> I was like, that's a that's a big tell. As soon as I saw her, I was like, wait, she's part of the crew. Why isn't she in the intro? Oh, <laughs> and it just clicked. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take the fifth on that one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but it is dope. So I wait, I wait to hear to hear through with it. But yeah. the caster gun is amazing. Yes, it is. I forgot that how how all right it's kind of you know convenient of course but even still just the way that it looks when he when he loads the gun in that that shot yep the animation itself is worth it so yep. I, I don't especially since the first one he shoots literally creates a black hole that sucks that big tall dude in he's like oh we got 195 left give it to me <laughs> it's nuts <laughs> he just flicks <laughs> And black hole. I was like, "Oh, okay. This is what we're doing now. That's cool. I'm, d- yeah. I'm down for that." So, but yeah. So, anyway, so yeah. yeah. Let me know when you're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I get some more solid ideas back to basically when I'm done like butchering the cow that I've created, I'll uh, I'll okay. hand you the, the fillet and see what happens. Yeah. See how I did. Gotcha. <laughs> so. So yeah, let's uh let's get into the the bulk of the episodes here, I guess. There's plenty yes. of time. It's about half an hour. It's plenty of time for people to tune in if they wanted to. Um, yeah. Yeah. So welcome to Tokudon, everyone. Hello. Welcome. We're we're doing it live. We're we're doing it live. We're finally doing it live and with faces. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they're good ones, but they're here. Yeah. They're <laughs> they're they're here. So. <laughs> so. Let's talk about um uh, the latest episode. The um, excuse me. The two most recent episodes of Common Rider Saber. Well, I figured we'd save that for the end. Oh, you want to go right into Okay. Yeah. Because I figured most people, they're going to want to do the day, the week-to-week stuff, so we'll make them sit through our fun Amazon stuff first, because I want to make sure they hear my crying for this show. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. See, it's all up here. So, it's, all, it's all up here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... We also decided that we were going to start a review of Kamen Rider Amazon. Yep. The first season. Carl, Just the first season. Into, um, you want to go into a little bit of history about this show? Yes. So um, I think it was one of the old Rider heads. It's, I don't want to say a name. Yet. I think it's Inoue, but I'm not sure. One of the old Rider heads who had made a lot of the early Heisei stuff basically started watching Neo Heisei and said, Wow, this stuff really is for kids. I mean, that's fine, but I miss Dark Gritty Common Rider. Um, so he decided to create this thing called Common Rider Amazons, and Amazon was one of the original Legendary Seven, which was means it was I think it was the fourth series in Common Rider to ever air, um, fourth or fifth. I, for, I was I think it was right after V three. Um, v three. I think Rider Man was fourth. Was Rider Man fourth? Okay. Either way, so the idea behind the original show was to be a little more mature because they realized that their kid audience had probably grown up at that point. Um, yeah. So they kind of followed suit for Amazons and created this very dark and gritty common writer. Um, we had been talking about that for years before this had even happened. Um, we, you know, we, we love common writer, but at the end of the day, you know, having something we better than Shin and having that be the well, only dark 
common rider other than Skullman, which is a whole other conversation. We got well, we got the Skullman, and then we got the uh, the first and the next. Yep. And that was like the. We'll, we'll probably review those two, so I don't want to go too much into those. But oh yeah, I forgot about that first was and the next. like the, <laughs> that. Yeah, that was a taste of what an updated common rider. Um, in terms of you know the look, yeah, I should say that because the stories were still kind of you know not too much into the mature realm, but the look of it looked um, it did. I don't know if we could put pictures up on the Discord, but yeah, yeah uh, the designs of the suits were were so much sleeker. They looked more updated and and looked dope for an a for a grown up could appreciate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they didn't they it, they focused more on making it practical rather than flashy um but anyway um so yeah so that was our first clue that hey it's possible but what's the next step and then i think what was it 2016 it was 2016 2016 or 17 yes is when it uh, i have it right here uh 2017 is when the first season oh no season two yes so 2016 oh, okay yeah. so yeah so 2016 we got the the show <laughs> the show that we're about to get into yep. uh basically it took it took the idea that the first and the next movies set and it cranked the blood all the way up to 11 and the gore up to 13 islands all the way up and it broke the fucking knob off <laughs> oh good yeah it's um yeah the first season especially very much had a let's just get weird and gross um but not so much the weird but let's just get mature and gross and it was definitely dark and it it plays with a lot of ideas of like what is humanity and humanity is a monster kind of thing i would i would go as far to say it's very edgy <laughs> um you know yeah but that's it, it part of the charm but it, it's not even shy about it really no it, it really does embrace it it's upfront in your face about the oppression that these things are going through and you know we'll get into the story in a second but it, it's it's not shy about it and it's not um it's not offensive really either it's just kind of like an acknowledging element to the story yeah it's sorry i'm done with the work thing um uh, of course yeah of course as soon as we start um so anyway uh yeah. i'll take so, so so anyway it's <laughs> it's really interesting when it comes to yeah, I'm, I'm done with that um it it's really interesting because they do have a very dark dark story but the designs stay very heisei like very tv show yeah. um which is an interesting juxtaposition because it is so yeah, dark it, you, you know you kind of expected like the first and the next where it was like dark leather and kind of brooding looking designs but like the main dude is bright green <laughs> yeah i mean uh, that's one of the notes i made like right away was the the show itself is dark riders are vibrant yes when 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 they're on screen they're you they pop yep. speak everything else has like this color gradient over it but they really made those colors pop yeah it's very uh desaturated i guess would be the word um it's very like yeah. muted in its color palette but then yeah you have you know alpha and omega <laughs> um who are bright green and bright red and of course those are complementary colors to each other and yeah it's it's cool it's it's very interesting to look at on just a visual aspect because 
it follows the kind of dreary tone, but then you have these big armored guys literally throwing people around by the face. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I love this show. I love this show. Yes. <laughs> Just right up front. I, this is one of my favorite things. This actually inspired the series I was talking about. Um, station. Like I, I took a lot forward for the general plot. Um, and it's, yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's great. It's uh, putting, so this is the cover for the show itself. Uh, well, a cover, I should say. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the first season. That's like the main one, the main image. Yeah. But yeah, as you can see, everything is pretty much that gray tone behind them. But then they are bright green and red. <laughs> yes. They got Omega is the green and Alpha is the red. Um, yeah. There's plenty to get into about that. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's dive into this plot. Right. So we started with the pilot. Um <laughs> And as far as pilots go, I think it... Oh, I should note that it's... I believe it's only 13 episodes, uh, but they're each like an hour long-ish. 45 to an hour. It's basically... Yeah, it's basically watching a movie. Yeah, it's like an HBO series kind of thing. Very much so, and as graphic. Yes. But, uh... So... Yeah. So the pilot episode opens up, and uh, we see what looks like a group of hunters going after an Amazon Mm -hmm. uh, or at least hunting what they're calling an Amazon. We're assuming they're talking about, well, if you're, if you're like, um, if you're already know better Amazon was, you, you think they're talking about the writer, but they're not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, so yeah, so there's this spider creature just kind of running around. Like it's almost like a hotel. I don't know if it's an office building or just a house or what. Um, yeah. Was it an office? Yeah. So it's this it, again. It's very dark, so it's hard to tell with some of these things. But uh, they're running through this like two story house, and it's just attacking people. Um, and this like almost like a SWAT team, like a special. They're very clearly like a specialized like kill squad for these monsters. Um, is chasing this thing around, and yeah. it's it's intense. Honestly, like the the way it's shot, yeah, the way it's I mean, edited, it's it's pretty intense. Like you're they just get right to eleven as soon as they open the you know fades from black kind of thing. They don't stop, and yet at the same time, it's like it's not boring either. Like yeah. it's it's it, they're they're very. It's it's shot very uh, excitingly, and it's not like they're they're using bullshit lingo. You know what I mean? Like they're they're actually tactically moving, and yep. you can tell like this is something that's been going on for a while. That yep. these these people are a group of whatever it is. We don't know yet. Um, so the episode, you know, we, we continue a little bit. Um, and one thing I just want to, as you know, as it opens, you clearly see like there's definitely these generic, I don't want to say generic, um, there's these pieces of a tokusatsu in there, like right out the gate, because these characters are very much like you have the punchy melee girl, you have the sniper dude, you have the the grizzled yes. old leader, you have the dude with the shotgun, <laughs> you know, like there's they fall into those cliched kind of archetypes right away. Um, so it does, this show does sprinkle that kind of stuff into it, um, throughout the series so that you, it definitely is tokusats through and through no matter what, um, which is, it, it is cool. It's cool to see that. Cause they didn't, you know, it's not like they just said like, screw it. We're just going to make a dark thing with like crazy armor and all this stuff. So, yeah. Like I, the, one of the notes that I put in here was I, at, because they wanted it to be grittier, they focused more, like a lot more, on practicals and like gory, gooey-looking things. Like, yeah, they had a lot of like fake 
chunks of fleshy things that they could just kind of smack around. <laughs> so I, yeah, I love I love that they 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 really went and focused on that rather than you know yeah. CG. Which there was. I'm not saying there wasn't. But. No, there was a there was a fair amount of CG. Um, but a lot yeah, of it was like, instead of having some dude fly around in CG, they had him on some wires. You know what I mean? That sort of stuff. Not that there wasn't the good green screen, like jump into the distance multiple times. But yeah. Box kick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so, so then we're not long after. So they essentially take down this this creature. Um, with. Yeah. It, it takes some work, but they take it down. Um, it's not exactly and a, a one and done. Essentially, it's it's a way for us to to get to know who the characters are, um, at least who their names are and who they are in part of the team. The main one really is Mamoru. Um, he's like the he's the major. I wouldn't say the linchpin of the the thing. He's like their ace. Yeah, he is stage. an Amazon. Um, he so you find out all these Amazons have this bracelet that Carl. What is an Amazon? What is an Amazon? It's a critter that was infected with these cells that were developed. <laughs> um, it's a person that essentially could turn into a kaijin. Um, but they yeah. use this bracelet that keeps them from going berserk. And typically they go berserk when they eat human flesh. So yeah. as long as they don't eat human flesh, they tend to be fine. Um, they're more likely to go berserk they, they if they do. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the metabolism is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. So they have to maintain. They're buy, constantly eating. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're constantly eating. But constantly. the the meta the excuse me the metamorphosis the henshin that they do is like a metamorphosis in yeah. that it's not like a magical thing. It's not a it's not a never. It's it's really if you watched Shin, it's like an accelerated version of that. Yeah. It's pretty where, much just kind of like steam. And then their body, like, you know, his whole, the, Mamaru's thing is he rips his shirt and he goes, Rah! and uh, he turns into his mole monster. He, he creates a mole monster. Um, a lot of steam. Like a lot. Like a, a, like a lot a, of steam. Like it blows people back when they hench in kind of like thing. A, like a colossal titan amount of steam. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, uh, but they also, you can tell, like, they put out a lot of heat that's where all the steam comes yeah. from so that there's an excuse for the steam yeah. apparently it burns through so much of their metabolism that it creates steam or whatever yeah i think that's what they said i think something like that but, yeah but it's because the the amazon cells in their blood i think react so quickly and so violently that it, like it creates heat and steam and all that kind of stuff yeah so i don't know i just i was complimenting a lot of their effects here how the <laughs> how the mole kaiju hamamaru's mole kaiju doesn't look like offensive enough where it's like hideous yeah um I'm but the other ones are right absolutely now. abysmal looking <laughs> some of them are, are rough they're they're rough yeah i mean the spider kaiju the first one this is his it's, it's a one. okay one it's fine i mean they're they're very clearly um, just kind of like monster monsters like yeah it's just an excuse because they're gonna rip them apart and make it all bloody and it is a bloody 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 mess yep like there's just it's like old school Kill Bill mountains of blood kind of thing. Yeah, they they as they're doing their whole SWAT team thing, they're shooting out knees. They're they're yeah. beating faces in like it's and and every every impact is like not held back. It's dope. It, it looks it looks convincing that they're really messing something up. Yeah. Uh, 
and it's just it's different for a because I'm in writer show, so it's like whoa, okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, which one was this? One? Uh, that's that's Mamadou. Okay. Yeah. Um, he does change appearance in season two, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, this is essentially how he goes through most of the. This is all how he goes through all of season one. Um, his little snout thing does open into like one of those star mole. He's essentially a star mole. Um, so he can. It's it's quite disturbing. I don't think I'm going to be able to find a picture of that. But yeah, it it does open his drill face thing. Um, so essentially, yeah, he's the ace in the hole when he goes henching. You know, he's supposed to be the one who like holds the Amazon while they all finish it off, sort of thing, um, or I guess vice versa, yeah. technically. But yeah, it's they're a. I don't even remember their names honestly, and they're so like, I mean, they're important to the story, but they don't really play a grand scheme because yeah, I mean, honestly, we're, it's bef- it's not in, yeah, not in this episode. They're no. just kind of there. Yeah, they're just kind of like, hey, look, Amazons, here you go. Here's some people fighting it. Um. Like, yeah, we're, we're the other guys in the story. So, like, okay, yeah. cool. We're the human factor to tie this nonsense down. That's what we are. Um, yeah. So, yeah. soon after that, we are introduced to our main character, Haruka. Um, and we find out he is a very feeble, sickly boy. He's essentially a bubble boy. He's, he's bubble boy, yeah. That's exactly what I wrote. Yeah. He's, he's he, your he's, typical... He's bubble boy. <laughs> he's that stereotypical hidden away boy who who has a mysterious history and then you know it always comes back to him being naruto levels of convenience so it's it's just i like that he is a part of the story i just don't see him as the main character justifiably he really is just a consequence haruka yeah Mm -hmm. interesting i think think about it. if it weren't for yes i mean we'll he's he's definitely outshined by his counterpart um yeah 100 i will agree with that 100 and i think he's just not a traditional main character um until season two he kind of like falls more into that main character and and the yeah, movie yeah. but season two in the Would movie he, he falls more into that absolutely but i'm, I'm st- specifically talking about his yeah. whole character structure he, in this he, yeah he season. feels to me almost like um what they wanted to do with wataru but they needed to have somehow stretch it into 50 episodes sort of thing um because yeah. wataru starts out very similarly and then he just becomes kira for kiri yamato and just wrecks everything doesn't care so i mean it yeah but, it, all right, it so, honestly it honestly doesn't help so jin we, is in the show that's really his biggest flaw <laughs> I mean, like i love haruka omega's great um but yeah it it his biggest Out- flaw is the next his counterpart is <laughs> his counterpart outshines him in every way shape and form, but that's also part of the dynamic too. <laughs> like it's cool to see. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll get to him by the end. He wouldn't shine as bright as he does because he has a contrast. Yeah. So okay, fair enough. Um, so but, yeah, it, right, so we're we introduced to Haruka it. and um, his sister girlfriend. I'm a, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Um, you find out Haruka is weird, adopted. Kind of, um, yes. He was adopted, but he's also kind of not human, which you find out much later. Um, I mean, you find that out by the end of the episode, but you find out he was basically like bred to take Amazon cells. Um, yes. So he's he he's a test tube baby. That's what he is. Which which is uh, which is another thing I hated about him. So okay, um, <laughs> but the the transformation sequence is dope with the couple 
Yes. So you find out Haruka is his medicine for being a bubble boy is basically to suppress his Amazon side. Um, just because we got a lot of episodes to go through, we could be here all goddamn day. <laughs> um, so essentially, you know, he's taking these medicines and he decides not to because he just like he's tired of taking medicine. He wants to see the outside world sort of thing. And that's when his Amazon side starts to kind of claw at the inside of his brain and kind of pop through. And you find out this timid little Haruka is actually just kind of like medsed up. So he's he's docile because they're literally making him docile. And when that starts to rip through, he gets very aggressive. He starts um, I think he even like smacks her hand, his sister friend's hand away at one point. Like he gets sister friend. Sister friend. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna call her sister friend. I don't know what her actual name is. Um, yeah. So essentially, yeah, he he. The episode consists of him like melting down because this Amazon is just clawing at him constantly, and it takes us to, it takes us back to the team eventually, who are chasing another uh, Amazon. It's the bat, I believe, this time, and they're interrupted by the one and only Jin. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to go off about Jin? So, Jin is Jin is everything I ever wanted in a more mature writer. And when we meet him, we don't even the first is he's we're we're hearing this car horn, and we're like, what the hell is that? And it really takes you out of the moment because it's like sudden and abrupt. And he's just laying on it, just giving everybody. And then he's got this egg, cracks it. Bodies the egg. Yep. Hops out of the truck and it's go time, baby. And like legit, that strut, that walk. He when he when he first straps the belt on and you hear that first little all like mm-hmm. it's like you know like this dude is here to wreck shit and you you get that first henshin and there's none I haven't seen one as badass in a while except maybe for Buster but. But, uh, that his, was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but his henshin, his first henshin is the shit, and then he goes and he kicks their asses and he literally tears out their hearts. Yep. And to find fucking destroy. Yeah. He he tears out these kaiju's hearts after bodying them, wholly. Yes. <laughs> and then crushes it. He does like the the other the other guys have been eating the hearts because that's kind of like their driving thing. They eat the body parts, but yep. um. He literally just crushes it in his hand. Yep. That's um, it. So the what it, and this is when we're introduced to one of my favorite factors of this series is with the choreography. Everyone has so much personality in their henshin states, yeah. whether it's into an Amazon or like Mam- Mamadou or yeah, you know, one of the riders themselves. Even like they carry it through the series so well. Everyone just has so much personality, um, and it really, I think, Jin is the ultimate highlight of that. It's nuts. Um, so it's it's very he just has this what's that what would you say his fighting style is reminiscent of because i know i got vibes of kabuto (laughs) like yes it has that kind of cockiness of kabuto um yeah yeah it's i would say it's i would equate it most to kabuto yeah um because it kind of has that he like punches knocks him back and just kind of keeps walking towards him and then just kind of like he literally whistles yeah. a couple times at them when he's like "Ooh, that's impressive <laughs> he actually yeah, whistles like he whistles cop- in the episode that's right um when uh what's his face shows when you know haruka shows up yeah um so, I, I- yeah so as jin's fighting um and you know the the support team is like what is happening <laughs> um 
I'm still trying to find a decent like, video. Yeah, like where did What's this dude come from? Um, Haruka is the the call of the wild, quite literally. The call of the wild is coming to him, and uh, it, he's hard. yeah, his Amazon is just tearing at the seams to get out. Um, and they use the the visual metaphor of it's not even a metaphor. They use I guess it would technically be a metaphor. Um, they use the the imagery of a, literally the Amazon in a cage, and it's supposed to be like his internal brain. So it's it's clawing at him and eventually he henchens into his Amazon form um, and takes off into the skies. And as they're fighting, I finally found the first henchin. Um, as Jin is fighting, he like knocks the, the Kaijin back and, you know, you just hear this. <laughs> and uh, Haruka tackles it. And I think that's when he's like, nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's, and then just Haruka goes nuts. He just attacks anything he sees. Um, but it's only the Amazons, which is a key point to this. Um, he's only attacking the Amazons themselves. He doesn't attack the humans. Um, yeah. And he literally tears, tears one of these Kaijin apart, um, like limb from limb, just nothing left. And then he goes after Jin. (laughs) He turns his attention to Jin. As I was, I was just about to say, like as as specific as his focus is, yeah. I wanted to, to to say like his design in Amazon form mm-hmm. is very old Showa era look. It's yes. very bestial yep. with like it, it, I don't let me see if I can find it, but it, it's very throwback. But yeah, I think this is it right here. Right? Yep, here it is. Putting that in the Discord. There you go. So that's yeah. Oh, and then above is mention. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's almost exactly like it's basically someone took the original Amazon yeah. and made it like new. <laughs> um, Gave it <laughs> yeah, a little more organic looking. Um, and it's he's not in this form very long. That's why it looks kind of like shoddy compared to the rest of them. They literally use it for maybe five minutes, and then he just gets his full Kamen Rider yeah. form. Um, but it's yeah. Or he gets the belt at that point, yeah, or the bracelet. The yes, I'm sorry, well, both, but yeah, the bracelet to suppress and then the belt to henshin, yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole reason is Jin sees him as you know, this is you know, another me, like it's another Amazon, like quite literally, um, because yeah, like it, he, he recognizes that there's like a kinship here, he's not just like another one of these like bugs or spiders or anything like that, yeah, and, and you know, you get the vibe that they're. Even though they're about to go at it, it's not like it's it's more out of the exploratory, not like death. Yeah. So, I, I dig this. I, I the first episode was good. Yeah. I really liked. The it was an amazing for- intro, and I remember seeing yeah. that episode for the first time, and then watching it like three more times because it was yeah. goddamn amazing. And then messaging like, "Yo, you got to see this." Yeah, and then literally <laughs> just yeah, I just like wildfire. Everyone was gonna watch. Oh boy, I love this series so much. Um. It is good. Yeah. And then it could have been greater, but it's good. It's if we just take the first season, I think it's great. It, it's the yes. second and then the movie that kind of tear it down a little bit. I still the love movie it. Especially. The movie, especially. The movie yeah. especially. Um, it just it, it brings we'll it down. But well, yeah, we'll get those eventually. Um, and then yeah. so going into the second episode, um, it's kind of like a you get a lot of the squad going. What the hell was that? <laughs> um <laughs> You get oh, also one of the squad members died at this point. 
um, in the last fight, or he's severely injured and turning into an Amazon, or he was an Amazon. Hold on, I wrote his name down. Fuku. Fuku. Yes. He was, he was a, that's right, he kept it secret from them. That's what it was. Um, yeah, so he, <laughs> so he, he is an Amazon, but he kept it secret from his teammates, and he is injured, and then his bracelet goes berserk. Um, because it is a timing thing. They only keep it suppressed for so long like until it just stops out. working. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the crux of the issue throughout the series is they're kind of reaching the deadline where everyone is going to go nuts soon because these Amazons are just sort of literally, you know, not to use the same word time. again. They're yeah. they're out in the wild. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's the second episode is a lot of the team going, oh, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell? And Jin also being like, hey, man, what's up? And so Jin kind of leaves Haruka with his his wife at this point, um, and she the second episode. yeah just into the second episode. Um, she oh, essentially I didn't get what I didn't get to the second episode. You've seen it before though. I know, but I thought we were just gonna do the first one. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were gonna do the whole series, the whole first season. No, I thought we were doing I thought we were doing one episode at a time. <laughs> I mean, I. That's why I was kind of like, you know, I don't want to stay too far hard on this first episode well, here. That, yeah, that's why. I, we were doing that. I mean, we could keep going. We've both seen it a bunch of times at this okay. point. Yeah. Okay. I just, right. I mean, I figured, you know, we usually do the ten episodes things. It's only thirteen episodes. We'll just do that. <laughs> so okay, well, we're gonna All keep right. going. <laughs> crash course time. Crash yeah, crash crash course time. We're gonna do. I mean, we covered forty-five episodes of zero one, so we're good. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so into the second episode Haruka essentially is left with Jin's wife um, and she explains kind of what the hell's going on what the belt is what the, the bracelets are and she's kind of our exposition dump to set the, the groundwork so we don't have to worry about it too much later and kind of focus on the development of the characters and eventually gives him a belt of his own in which he first henshins and becomes Kamen Rider Omega Omega I love, I love the sound that the belts make like yes. the belts are our big thing for this show. Like if it, if it had a, a stupid little jingle, I don't think this would have worked. No, not at all. <laughs> um, because they're, they're quick to the point. Even the henchins are quick and to the point. They don't do like the full, like, Oh, show great. Say man. Oh, dance. So, yeah, there's, there's not too much pomp and, and, and like yeah. flare up. I mean, there's literal flare up, but it's, yes, <laughs> I was gonna say, there is a shockwave, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's it's pretty cool. Like it's nice and simple. It's they literally just say Amazons rev the trigger, which I think is the coolest thing ever. They just rev it, um, and they're they're ready to roll. So yeah, um, Omega is the green one in the picture that was above here. He, he's yes, he's the new age version of he's the Heisei design. You know the new design for the show. While Jin follows very much the old Amazon. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he uh, Haruka fights a very interesting style in this one where it's pretty much I'm just gonna berserker barrage everything um, <laughs> he just kind of like claws his way through whatever he points at but he essentially you know it harkens back to when two minutes ago when he was in the not belted up state um, he, he's kind of like a, a bullet you point and it, it's just gonna go it's gonna fire itself honestly <laughs> but he can kind of keep a head on his shoulders and can control himself so um yeah, so Haruka, after he henchins, jumps oh. off the roof and tackles, once again, <laughs> the kaijin that the squad is fighting. And that turns out to be their teammate, um, which is pretty pretty interesting. 
You lost me. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah. So Haruka, you know, inserts himself into the fight once again as Jin is trying to kill this this kaijin, and uh, yeah, it's you, you first see like what it what he's about, and it's just you know scream, run at it, and start swinging with his claws. Um, it's an interesting dynamic, and, and you get the first taste of their finishing move called violent punish, and uh, Haruka right. takes off the head of their teammate. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty much how that episode. That's pretty much all that really happens in that episode. From what I I remember. Um, a lot of I'm trying like to remember everything at once. I'm like I can't remember. Pull up the wiki. <laughs> I have. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's pretty vague on the like, wiki. Unfortunately, they put like a, a paragraph per per season. <laughs> yeah. Um. So not long after that, they eventually um, Haruka eventually joins the team, the the SWAT team people. Um, as kind of like their new Amazon partner for Mamoru. And because you find out that Haruka's mother actually is like the director of this organization, I forget what the company's called, um, but Haruka's mother is the director or is close to it of the company. Um, and so he he joins this SWAT team who, you know, they allude more to their characters and what they're in for. Essentially, they took these jobs because they all have a need for money in some form or shape whether it's debt whether it's to support someone else <laughs> yeah like it's they're, they're they're guns for hire without any real gun training <laughs> apparently so yeah it's it's an interesting little dynamic because you start to this is where we really start to get into the characters and things like that and they, they really flesh out the team and there's a good variety here honestly like a lot i think the only the weakest one, I think, would be the lady on the team. I don't remember what her name is. But, like, I genuinely remember just being, like, I don't... You, you seem extremely one-note other than um, when she gets kidnapped, which we'll get into in a minute. But, yeah, she just... She doesn't really change, I feel like, over the series. Um, like, she's so forgettable, I don't even remember her name. <laughs> but she's the one who's punching and kicking everything. Yeah. I think it's Shido. Shido? I don't know. I don't remember. I might be wrong. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she doesn't matter. She's literally there to just be like, I'm a hot-headed punching lady. Here we go. Yeah. Got um, so Haruka, Haruka eventually you know, joins the team. They, we kind of get into the adventures of the team. And they answer a call for an Amazons that turns very different than everything else. Um so they at the beginning of the episode, I forget it's like four or five at this point. Um, the the beginning of the episode starts with a guy who is murdering people, and you think, oh, here's another Amazons, here's another ploy for them to, you know, he's just trying to eat things like that. When you find out very quickly, this dude isn't an Amazon. Um, he's just a normal dude. He's a normal messed up dude, and that kind of leads into the motif of the show, which is humanity is also disgusting and wild and beastly um and if not worse if not worse sometimes yeah because this dude so he kidnaps the lady and then our um kind of like comic relief character on the team kidnaps the two of them and literally beats her on the screen it's actually kind of like i got a, every time i watch it i get a little like wincy like it's kind of disturbing to watch um this dude like beats her with a bat multiple times um yeah, and it's a metal bat, and like just this, it's a, such a good scene because, and I mean, you know, I, good <laughs> because it, it like it, every time I see it, it creates that reaction. Like, 
It's nuts. It, yeah, it, it's a visceral scene. It gets yeah. to you. You're you're not gonna sit there and I mean you can, but you're you're pretty damaged if you can do that. But, yeah, like uh, it's it's so well yeah. shot and edited and like the like I said the sound effects. It just every time I see it, I've seen this show probably a dozen times at this point. Every time I'm like, oof, ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's one of those kind of things where there is an Amazon involved, but the particular enemy of the episode is just a random Joe Schmo who happens to be like murdering women. Um, and we, you know, the overall story though is basically how Haruka is like torn between doing, doing and freeing Amazons. Yeah. So he's got like that complex going on. Yeah. He's got the duality um, of being like the bridge to both worlds sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's fighting that idea of like, am I human? Am I Amazon? Do I support the Amazons? Do I support the humans? That's the crux of his dilemma throughout the show. And, you know, part of it is he's riding with the SWAT team now and he sees like the good in people, but then he comes to this kind of thing and he sees that people are worse than Amazons or can be worse than Amazons. Um, so it, it kind of turns to the gin kind of almost taunts him into like killing the guy. It's very interesting. Um, because you know, they're obviously super powered monster men and, can easily overpower this dude and Jin, I think he threatens him and says like, if you kill him, I'm going to kill you. Something like that. You need to make your decision. Um, yeah. because Jin's sole purpose you find out at this point is to literally kill all the Amazons. Um, you haven't exactly found out why, but you find out he is hell bent on murdering every Amazon. He comes across even himself. He has every expectation yeah. to kill oh, yeah, himself yeah. in one way or another. He is a he is a meteor in every sense. He yep. is coming to destroy and be destroyed. Yep. Um, and that's kind of also part of their their kind of conflict that they have because he's like, you're an Amazon too. I have no problem fighting you if you want to fight. Because there's a couple times where Haruka kind of, you know, being that wild beast that he is and, you know, that temper that he has when he is in a, his rider form. Um, he does go at Jin a few times at this point. And Jin usually, like, kind of throws him around like he's nothing, like a ragdoll. <laughs> um, but they do they do have their conflict even at the beginning here. And that only escalates throughout the series quite literally. And then crescendo is at the end of the first season. And then oof. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) I mean, we like, obviously there's, there's multiple seasons, so you don't get the final, the, I shouldn't say that. I, you You get, I think the interesting thing with them is you get multiple finals. (laughs) Right. So I was about to say like you, you get something that's just as satisfying, but when you find out that it's not, you're not like, Oh, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? It's definitely like, Oh, really? Okay. He survived. Yeah. Okay. And like, you're pretty convinced every time. Yeah. That he's dead. (laughs) Um, yeah, because it's not like they come out unscathed. Yeah, no. Like, in this, they take like battle damage. Like no. they mess each other up in this show. Um, whether it's you know yeah. the kaijin messing them up or them messing each other up when they fight, that kind of thing. Like they're they are battle damaged. Um, and yeah, this is one of those times where like Jin, if I remember the scene correctly, Jin literally holds him down and says, "You need to choose and stop being a baby." <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. he, he holds Haruka down and says, stop being a baby. You need to decide whether you're going to be a human or an Amazon. Um, and just get ready for those repercussions, whatever that choice may be. Because right. I'm, I'm going to murder all Amazons no matter what. <laughs> um, like, either way, this is happening, bro. Yeah, it's just a very interesting duality to the episode. Because you do have, like I said, it's this very 
violent and rather upsetting episode of this guy just like torturing humans. And then you also have it, you know, juxtaposed by like the heroes saving people from the the quote unquote monsters. And it's a very, that episode in particular, I think it was one of my favorites in the first season. Um, There is some good stuff later, but yeah, that one is probably close to my favorite, if not my favorite of the season. Yeah. One of my favorites is the ant colony one, but that's just because it was so, it was so fun. Yeah. That episode was so, had so much going on that. Yeah. And that's pretty much where it leads into after that. Um, So we can just get right into that because I think that's not the next major thing that happens. Um, Isn't that like the third episode? (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, it's so much happens in the series in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, which is nice too, because you have all these chunked up episodes that are beefy. They're actually beefy episodes. Um, and a lot does and go there's, down. There's, yeah. There's, there's no filler. There's no time for filler. Everything no, there's is, no like, let's go to the park for a day kind of episode for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's none of that. Um, so I think at some point it's, I, it might be before the ant colony, but Haruka gets his bike. Um, and then there's like a bus chase scene where he's chasing this Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And essentially, he has to save his his sister friend from this Amazon, and he kind of goes nuts, and that's where she finds out about Haruka, and that kind of turns into the whole, like, you know, you're a monster, but I still love you sort of thing, because I'm your sister friend, and it's, I mean, it just kind of devolves more into their relationship than it does, like, you know. But then, after that becomes a thing, that's all it becomes about. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it, it gives really one note. Yeah, and that's... That was it's definitely like a con, I think, of the first season where it's like they kind of focus on that, but they don't flush out enough for me to like feel for that other than that's his sister friend. You know what I mean? Um it's yeah. It, it's just kind of like your generic like I love you sister friend, I'm going to protect you. That's all I I really want to do at the end of the day. And that's I'm having this dilemma, but you know, I'm still going to save you no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah. So he gets a bike in and he does this really cool like tentacle explosion thing that is never talked about again until the second season, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then they yeah, literally base right. a character off it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he does yeah, this, I like it's this that. organic mass explosion thing where he's, if anyone's ever played devil may cry, the shadow, the leopard does the same thing. It's like a big spikes that shoot all over the place and everything. And it's very strange. It's dope. It's dope. It's super cool, but it was very strange. And like, never is like, he doesn't do a controlled version as a, as a final attack or anything like that. They just never yeah, bring it up until the second season. <laughs> There's like, yeah, that that happened. Remember that? Yeah, okay. Us neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so eventually we get to Haruka's, you know, he's actually literally be- befriending everyone on the SWAT team and things like that. And um, yeah. they kind of, that's his bike. It. Yeah, that's his bike. It's very, it literally looks like Jin turned sure. into a bike. It's kind of funny. Um <laughs> but eventually they get a call for this lady who's been saying she has a gas leak and things like that. And she, she lures like repairmen and things to her apartment and then she eats them. Um, and they get a call about it and they go to stop the her. Chef no, that's no, that's, that's after this. Um, yeah, this is the ant colony, but it starts off with yeah. the lady in the one apartment eating, you know, the repairman yeah. that she calls saying, Oh, there's a gas leak. Can someone come check it out? Or my refrigerator's broken. Can someone come check it out? And she eats the yeah. repairman that comes to look at it. So they respond to that. They go to stop her. And all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Um, you find out just about everyone in the apartment has become an Amazon. It is an actual colony of Amazons. So then we get about an episode and a half that turns into the raid. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, At this point, it's, it's my favorite episode in terms of the way it shot. It's yeah. it's it's action packed, and then you get the first taste of that violent spear attack. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. So they do have a few weapons that they use, kind of like other riders, but they tend to come out of their belt, and they'll pull the opposite yeah. handle that they hench in with, and one time it's made a sickle, one time it's made a spear. Um, that's, I think, the only two we've really seen. Um, yeah. But yeah, they can do like attacks with a weapon sort of thing. They don't do it very often, but they do have that, and in this one in particular, Haruka creates a spear and harpoons about six of them into a wall, and they just kind of yeah. melt from there. It's, it's they also, nasty. They also use their gauntlets like a lot. Like the, yeah. Their, they have their, like bladed forearm oh, gauntlet kind of things like Batman almost. Yeah. Um, they tend to cut yeah. each other up with those pretty good, and they got claws on their hands too, both of them. So those tend to be the main attacks. Um, I can't find violent spear. <laughs> uh, I think that one's a violent break or something like that. Um, yeah, so like this, these episodes in particular, like it, it starts off with let's let's attack this guy, but then they're literally fighting the way up their stairs and hiding in apartments to try and get to the roof because there's a it's like a gas bomb essentially, I believe, that's trying to the company is setting off to is it a gif. <laughs> it's a gif. Oh, lame. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I thought it was a bit. <laughs> Never mind. Should play if you click it though. Actually, you can just open original if anyone wants to watch it. I'll try and open it. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't open original on this bad boy. But yeah, so essentially, it's they're trying to fight their way to the roof so that they can set this bomb or get out. I forget which one it is. Um, I believe it's set the bomb. Um. Yes, it is because remember they go to the lobby and then like the the stew just pass it off to him. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's called violent break. Yep, you're right. Yeah. I don't know why anyone ever doubts me. I'm always right. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this encyclopedia brain needs to be good for something, okay? That's why we started this podcast. <laughs> you're right. I know I a lot of random that. facts about I nothing. I need to put them to use somehow, okay? <laughs> I take it all back. You are so right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, the encyclopedia isn't as thick as it used to be. I will admit that, though. <laughs> he straight up he uses his violent break to pull the queen ant off of this one soldier dude and then bisects her mm-hmm. with his freaking grievance. <laughs> yep. I love it. <laughs> so good. So good. Um Jin's around too. Jin's kinda doing his gin thing. Um he's kinda holding people off. And again, he he returns to kind of taunt Haruka and tell him, like, hey, you need a man up. <laughs> if you won't do it, I yeah. will. I think this this is when he like throws him out of the way and he's like, if you're not going to do it, I'll just do it. Like, get out of my way. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Just such an entertaining character. Um, so eventually, you know, all is well in the world, and Jin is captured at the end of this by the company. And you find Nozoma. out Nozama. Nozama is that what the company's called? Yeah, that's okay. what they call it now. So yeah, um, he is captured. They actually tase him. I believe. Yeah, it is at the end of this one. Yeah, because he's just kind of like chilling with them. And then they tase him, throw him in the back after uh, old grizzled Captain Man gets a call kind of thing. They throw him in the back. And eventually we get to the exposition jump for Jin in the next episode. Um, you find out Jin was actually one of the scientists who helped create the Amazons. Inserted the cells into himself. And then 
helped create the experiment that led to the creation of all the other Amazons. So that is why he is so hellbent on killing all of them. Um, he he feels that it is his fault that people are dying, essentially. Um, yeah. So he will and, do whatever it takes. <laughs> and legitimately so. Like, it's not like he's like, oh, woe is me. He's like, okay, no, I'm going to fix this. Yep. <laughs> My bad. I got this. <laughs> like, okay. Yep. Not a good move. Not, no. Okay. <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> and it's really interesting because at this point you kind of have that almost Hirobi kind of waiver we were talking about last time um, where he talks to, I forget who exactly he talks to, but he talks to someone and it kind of like you see the, his wavering convictions a little bit. And then you see some Amazons roll up <laughs> and then they roll up and he's like, Nope, I know what I'm here for. And he has that. Like, oh yeah. When he hench- so they, they, you find out that there's a big plan to wipe out all the Amazons with this kind of, ghost cloud thing that they tested on this building they're going to use drones hundreds of drones throughout the city and it's this gas that only that affects called. yeah I, I forget what it's called too um it's a gas that, that only affects name. amazons the first time they had to get the swat team out too because it was experimental it was going to kill them too so that's that was kind of the the conflict and driving force of everyone getting out of the building in the ant colony um but this yeah. time they've fine-tuned it to where it only kills amazons so now you have this rush of Mamaru and Haruka trying to help Amazons and what is happening and things like that. And all chaos breaks loose. Now, right before this, as Jin is captured, Mamaru has a incident. Um, they go to stop a chef who is feeding Amazons. He's feeding them humans, but he is yes. also only doing it in controlled ways and portions to where he sees it as, if I feed them and I do the killing, they won't have to, which is an interesting kind of take on what they're doing. Um, it's, and it's a loophole. Yeah. It's and it's kind of like, is this okay now? Is it not? I mean, is it, it, it's one of those, like, do you sacrifice the one to save the many kind of thing? Um, he, he views it. And this, this whole kind of committee, um, there's probably like 10 of them or so, you know, they see it as like, what's one person for us to all stay like not berserk and not go on a killing spree. <laughs> the people who have that mentality. Yeah. So it, it gives you a second to, to get in their head space for a second. Yeah. If that, and if it's, you're of that mindset, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause the show does what one thing the show does really well is it kind of humanizes and dehumanizes humans. Honestly, like it humanizes the Kaijin and then it dehumanizes humans. Um, and that's kind of where it, it likes to blur a lot of lines. But, you know, some people yeah. could be like, oh, look, at it's super edgy. Yeah, humans are the monsters. I get it. But it's it's tactful in the way that they do it. So it's kind of I, that's what I find most interesting about it. Um, just when you're like, oh, you know, this can't get any worse. You get these guys who are like, hey, man, I, I know this is really messed up, but I'm, I'm trying to help in, in the grand scheme of things, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's man, this show's so good. <laughs> the show's so good. Um, but over the course of. The SWAT team and Haruka, you know, trying to stop the chef. And eventually the chef goes berserk, I believe. So they have to stop him anyway. They don't even give him a choice at that point. He just goes berserk. Um, yeah. Mamaru eats one of these human hamburgers. And this kind of kicks him into overdrive. Um, he becomes very aggressive. Even when he's not henchened, he becomes very aggressive. He's hungry even more so because nothing quenches that appetite um, like the human flesh did sort of thing. It's kind of cliche and like the, you know, I tasted human flesh. I need more sort of thing. 
Um, yeah, like, oh, of course. Yeah. 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 It, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> but it's... I mean, yeah, you're not going to... I think yeah, it's, it's what kind of saved it was Mamaru was always this kind of almost childlike character as opposed to, before, you know, just being a dude who's like, mm, got to have more flesh. He's he's very innocent and childlike in this whole situation, and then that happens to him, and he's it, it's his whole world is essentially like turned upside down, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, and then as you know, this plan goes out where they're they're actually at this point, Haruka is all for Team Amazon. Um, he is trying to save as many people in general, humans and Amazons, as he can, um, because he thinks they can coexist. And part of that is you know the chef kind of helps solidify that idea, and that's where that comes from. Um, yeah. So Haruka is trying to get this pack of Amazons out while these drones are, you know, spreading this gas throughout the city. And this is when all hell is breaking loose. Um, <laughs> it, 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 the grand scheme of thing, everyone gets separated. The big thing that happens is Mamaru ends up attacking, um, one of his teammates and actually eats his arm. Yeah. So it's this crescendo of their brotherly love sort of thing. And he attacks him. And that snaps him out of his nonsense that he's going through kind of thing. Like, he runs off. And I think that's pretty much the last we see of Mamadou until season two. Until season two, yeah. That's pretty much the end, yeah. No, I'm sorry. We do see him at the end-end for a minute. Because he's he was Haruka after the time skip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, because he... So, he runs off because he he's like, oh, no, what have I done? That kind of thing. Because he ate his buddy's arm. Um so there's, you know, the, it's we kind of, yeah, know. it, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'll eat your yeah, arm. It's cool. Whatever. I'm hungry. Okay. I'd let you. I, yeah. I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the SWAT team kind of takes a, a step back for a little bit and then we get, you know, Jin doing his thing and ha- we focus on Haruka for a little bit and eventually we are introduced to a third rider and that rider is common rider Sigma. Sigma, um, who has one of the coolest introductions, I think, and kind of like, I don't know what to call it, other than like his his shtick. He is one of the coolest shticks ever, I think, in in Common Rider. Um, so he is introduced, you know, after everything kind of calms down after this attack. You know, they stop it, they rescue who they can, things like that. A, a decent chunk of these Amazons do die, but when he's introduced, he is introduced with a chess motif from the president of the company who they always allude to is something kind of off um you eventually do find out i don't remember if it's in the first or second season so i'm just going to say it because they allude to him being the very first amazon um yes and we thought for a long time which they never cash out on unfortunately we thought for a long time that he was going to literally be the original common writer amazon um which would have been so cool (laughs) so cool um but yeah, they don't really ever cash out on that other than he's just a dude who's got who was probably a problem at one point, but he's not anymore. Um he introduces Common Rider Sigma, which is their next weapon that this company is developing. Um and he meets Jin in the same forest it looks like that, you know, we started the series on when we first see Jin. And there's this whole big speech about chess and they're actually playing a game of chess and the first thing well, actually the first thing you find out is the person who is Sigma is actually their resurrected teammate from the SWAT team that had died back in episode two or three. So he has been, re- he's now a zombie. <laughs> he is resurrected, um, which is pretty cool. And yeah, the first thing he says is 
I will beat you in five moves. Five moves. And at this point, you're like, no way. Jin's a badass, dude. There's no way this is going to happen. Lo and behold, five moves. This dude puts his hand through Jin's chest. It's so good. It's so good. And that's how the episode ends. When you see that, you're like, he's fucking dead. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, I thought he was. That's how the episode ends, too. It literally ends with him falling onto the ground with a hand through his chest. And then one of the things this the series does really well, which I think is always so cool, is the ending credits swell as the episode's about to end and crescendo, and then like they leave you on this big cliffhanger. So literally they're fighting, and the like ending song is swelling up the whole time. And it's like, oh, this is a super cool fight. Yeah, five moves. And he's counting down as he's doing these moves. And he's like, Jin's trying his best, his damnedest to end this dude. And it is not happening. <laughs> it so is not I happening. Found the clip, but it's subbed in Spanish, so good luck. <laughs> I mean, you'll understand it. I won't. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but still. But uh I'm gonna put it up. Yeah, put it up. It's it's one of the coolest introductions and kind of shticks that he does, because this is what this character does throughout the entire th- he's only on in maybe like three episodes, tops, I think. It's like Maybe two, actually. Like, it's the end of one. He has a full episode and a half, maybe. And then he's gone. Um, yeah. So this is Kamen Rider Sigma. Play this for the viewers watching on the Discord. Or if they watch this video yeah, later. So, so they're they're confronting each other. And then he says, Eres tu. <laughs> is it you? The guy, I forget, I can't read that quickly. I have to read it, then translate it, and then retranslate it. <laughs> you have to say it out loud so you understand what's happening, kind I'm, of thing. I'm listening to it in Japanese, reading it in Spanish, and speaking in English. That's, Give me a break. Okay. That's too many things. <laughs> that is just too many things. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. I apologize if you're watching on Twitch and the window got weird. I just full screened it in Discord to see if it is better. I don't know, man. It is too. <laughs> I can't read that fast either. I can speak Spanish real good, guys. Real good. So yes, this gentleman is their teammate that died at the beginning. Um, yeah, and, you know, everyone is kind of like, what, what? And Jin's like, I mean, I'll kill you again. That's cool. <laughs> I'm down to clown, bro. We do this again, bro. Yeah. I do. This I don't know day. if you remember how this happened last time, but uh, I don't think it's gonna load. I'm streaming and doing too many things at once. <laughs> anyway, I'll let that play in the teeny window. See if that helps. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, this is our third rider, common rider, Am- or Sigma. 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 And he is he is a problem. He is a problem. Clearly. Um. So as eventually Sigma, you know, he also in the next episode they they go to confront Sigma again because they're like, oh, this is a problem. We need to stop this. And kind of the SWAT team guys kind of go rogue and they kind of start doing their own thing. Um, because they literally just care about, you know, they're kind of on Haruka's side of, I'm kind of done with the killing and we want to just save the good people and bad is bad and it really doesn't matter who you are sort of thing. Um, so they kind of, they start going off on their own thing and they're like, we got to stop the Sigma dude. This dude's a problem. And the fight with him the second time is pretty cool because Haruka at this point, you know, he's, he's whoops a mass. He's done some, he's racked up a body count a little bit. So you're like, same yeah. thing as Jin. You're like, oh, he's he, maybe he's got this. He's the main rider. He's got this. The next episode ends 
with Sigma going, I'll beat you in three. <laughs> three moves. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. And, uh, yeah, guess what happens? He ends with a, a hole in his chest, too. <laughs> Goodbye. And the episode ends with him just bleeding out on the floor. It is kind of screwy. Kind of screwy. Well, just let me just close the thing. Watching that as it's like so crazy. It's nuts. This dude just tanks everything and keeps going. And Jin being Jin, you're like, oh man, yeah, he's got this. He's fine. He's he's fine. Totally, totally fine. Nope. <laughs> so it's a. It was an interesting third character because they kind of all have this like power fantasy going on in different ways. Um, Jin is that kind of like cocky, cool headed, like, I'm just going to mess you up, like the Dante sort of thing. While Haruka is, you know, point the claws at whatever you can sort of thing and kind of go berserk. And now we got this dude who's just the tank, (laughs) the, the tank. Um, yeah. So that's once they be, they do a really cool team up to beat Sigma. Um, because yeah, they have to, they have no other choice. Like they're not on bad terms at this point, but they're not exactly buddy, buddy. They're not exactly Batman and Robin. You know what I mean? Um, but they, they have to team up to do it and they have a pretty cool little like duos attack kind of thing where they both end with a kick and just mess this dude up. Um, not without a good fight. (laughs) That dude, he, he gives them the work. He gives them the work. Um, So it's, it's, God, it's so good. Everyone go watch Amazons, damn it. Please go watch Amazons. Please go watch Amazons. Um, and then I don't remember how exactly we transition into the last chunk, but eventually it turns into Haruka leaving with some Amazons. Um, yeah. And what happens is they're like, you know, I'm going to help the Amazons live on their own and teach them how to be how to sustain themselves without human flesh essentially um and i will deal with anyone who goes berserk like he takes that on himself as like i will be the one who helps the amazons and i will be the one who stops them and if anyone wants to interfere with that you can come talk to daddy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's, that's pretty much what it is yep. and so we have a little bit of a time skip um the swat team kind of comes back together it, it that's how you know they get the call that haruka is still around um and mamadou is with him so the SWAT team reassembles, you know, our buddy who lost his arm has his new prosthetic and everything. And they kind of go to, and it's not so much to stop them. It's to show that Mamadou has nothing to like worry about. Like they're still his family, you know, quote unquote at this point, cause they're kind of very close and you know, they're, they're still his family. They're still his brothers in arms kind of thing. And they don't hate him for what he did. Even the dude who lost his arm was like, Hey man, that wasn't you. It's all good, dude. Like, just come back. Yeah. We want you to be safe. Um, and of course, who comes rolling up the beach? <laughs> Jin. Um, so, yeah. Um, Jin is now full on, I will murder anything in my path, and you've collected them for me. Thanks, bro. But the way Jin rolls up on this beach is so different from how we've seen Jin before. He's holding an Amazon heart and eating it as a human. That is his He's sustenance. There is no more eggs. He hasn't, yes, he has embraced his full Amazon side. Um, And Haruka goes, all right, bro, let's do this again. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) And you're thinking like, oh, no, you know, the couple times they fought in the series, 
you find out he's been coming here every day for the last couple months or however long the time skip is and they clash every single day and it just puts so much weight to their new relationship i guess would be the easiest way to describe it it's a new relationship like they've they've gone full on if i see you i will kill you um it's devolved to that at that point so it's it's very interesting they have a very cool like climactic battle where it's just visceral to where they're both huffing and puffing there's blood spurt and everything they're falling apart yeah like it's Oh God, it's so good. And it's so like exhausting. Cause you could see they're both literally giving every ounce of energy into just ending the thing in front of them and they just can't end each other. They're just too closely matched at this point. Um, and it's, there is a final attack where like Jin loses. He definitely loses. I would say he definitely lost that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and it's, it ends with an, a moment of Jin kind of rediscovering his humanity in that his wife comes for him. Um, he, she has always been his, his tie to humanity, I guess you would call it, throughout the series. Um, when he like extra loses it, she's the one who comes like, hey man, relax, I got you. And that's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a nice little moment and a cherry on top of the whole arc um, of Jin because it's yeah it she's the one who who saves him at the end when he's clearly off the deep end at that point um and that's pretty much where the first season ends um yeah do, do you have any what's your what's your overall thoughts and everything like that given the amount that i need to rewatch to remember the details um what i always took away from this after the first time i watched it was the show fulfilled every every level that I expected it to be in terms of an adult common rider show. Yeah. And I, I I found myself hoping that there would be more shows like this. I didn't expect another season per se. I expected maybe another show. Yeah. Because we were talking um, about them just redoing all the old shows at that point in yeah, the style. like redoing Stronger and, um, yeah. and Super One. Like all yeah. of them. Skyrider, I think, was the one we were betting on the most. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah. Like, like I I can't stress enough that I, I, I think that this show is an exception. Also, uh, uh, a curse because if if they try something again like this and it's not this good yeah there won't be another one <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of always the um the worry when you have a really good common writer like this because there is shows all over the spectrum um you know what we'll say to we're blue in the face we love common writer no matter what is pumped out no matter how good or bad it's still common writer we still love it like yeah. our own children but like Even when you have those good ones you're going every time it's like there's there's not gonna be anything as good as this there's just not like that's un- the unfortunate expectation it's been set especially since out of the last 10 i would say maybe six of them are kind of like not great you know what i mean um yeah it's you know it's it's with anything there's good and bad especially when you have a series that's been running for god 45 years now i think we're coming up on the 45th anniversary so yes. nuts um it's 50. 50. Is it 50? Yes, it is 50. They just released the 50, 50. the 50 anniversary logo yeah. the other day. Um, 50. So 50 years. That's nuts. Um, yeah. 
Right. When, I mean, you have anything running that long. Like Doctor Who, there's great doctors, there's not great doctors. That's the longest running TV show in existence. So it's it's one of those things where when they set that standard, they really set that standard. And it's very hard to live up to the standard that they set when they raise that bar. Um, yeah. So it's... I, I can't stress enough how much I personally love this show. And this is easily... It fluctuates week to week, but it is always in the top one or two. So yeah, it's, like it's yeah. <laughs> I, I, and the thing is, like, you can't compare it to anything because it's set yeah its own thing. Yeah, it, you can say if you want to prepare yourself for it, watch the the first and the next. But even that's not going to get you ready. No, um, it'll definitely set that tone because they definitely had that. Go- I think those came out in twenty. 13 and 15 something like that no 07 08 oh no okay um so yeah there was a little bit of time but like they they follow the same vibe you can kind of see what they were going for it's let's make a common writer for the adults who were fans of the old show sort of thing um this one i think just does it very well I i enjoy those movies a lot um but this one hits a level that i think they couldn't have hit in those movies sort of thing like it just wasn't possible honestly um so that's common writer amazons um yeah. i i want to take a quick five minute break before we get into saber here because i gotta sure yeah we'll take a quick break and okay. we'll be right back with saber episode two and three i'm just gonna leave everything See? on i'll be right back okay yeah, let's do this let's do this okay so common writer saber episode two and three yes <clears throat> so actually let me ask you did you rewatch the first episode at all no Okay, so I rewatched it. I, I rewatched it at least twice, mm-hmm. and each time I forgave it more and more. Okay. For for the purpose of one thing, I don't want to bash Saber unjustifiably in the terms that I normally do. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. I'm trying not to be trying as to give it a chance as I normally yeah. am. A genuine yes. chance, yes. I got you. <clears throat> because I if if anything, I realize that this common writer is was made for me. <laughs> He's a novelist, books and swords, mm. ten riders. He uses a dope sword made of fire, and he has a dragon on his shoulder. How much more for me could it be if I was me twelve years? You know what I mean? Like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm trying to give I'm trying to give that Robert a chance with this writer. Okay. So given that I did that, now I, I really am enjoying the show in terms of the show. Okay. Because there are still shit that it's like, yeah, okay, let it go. <laughs> yeah. I... So that's that's where my review came from. Okay. I I don't know if I'm on that level yet, but I definitely enjoyed two and three a lot more than I enjoyed one. Yes. Um, like 100% enjoyed those more than I enjoyed one. Yeah. Episode absolutely. two, um, Rintaro. So episode two starts off with our, you know, right where the first episode ended. Rintaro is literally standing in the doorway, standing on no, a Lego no, no, line. No, 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 no. It starts with Tassel. It starts with fucking Tassel. Oh, that's right. It <laughs> always starts that's with the Tassel. One thing, that's the one thing of this show that I wish would go away. Is Tassel, but he's going to serve a purpose, obviously. So we'll see. Well, yeah, he better, he yeah. better be like the ultimate bad guy because he's dude, just Willy Wonka right now. That's pretty much all it is. Like obnoxiously over the top, mm-hmm. but 
I forgive it. Um, anyway. Yeah. So it's, it starts with, <laughs> after Tassel's sweet, cute little introduction, um, we get right into, right into the episode with Shintaro Rintaro. What's his name? Shintaro. Rintaro Shindo. Rintaro Shindo. There we go. So yeah, just combine the two. It's fine. Um, Rintaro Shindo, who is our secondary common rider, common rider blades. And you find out he is part of this organization called the Sword of Lobos, um, which he takes our titular character, common rider saber, uh, Toma, Toma. Yeah. Um, to the Sword of Lobos headquarters where he meets some random lady who just happened to be there. I feel like they didn't explain her at all, but she happens to be there and she's clearly like the head of this organization. <laughs> I was just like, oh, hello, lady. How are you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, she's, um, uh, remember the first episode, that little girl that got sucked away? We, we had like this theory going on that that's her. Well, I, I had a theory so. that it's Caliber is the little girl. Yes. I have, but a, anyway, I have a bigger um, feeling that it is because that, because of this episode. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. This one or the next one? Because I think uh, it's the next one. Is it the next one where that happens? I don't know. Because yeah. they meet, we also meet our, I don't know if you want to call them tertiary or quadriary. I don't know which one is which now. I guess technically the fourth rider because we didn't actually see him henshin yet. But we meet a yeah. third swordsman um, who has known Toma for a very long time. And well, we are, we're already getting into the third episode. So is that the third episode? Okay, yeah, never mind. That's, that's the third. So here, all right. Um, Let's see, what are the notes here? Um, That's right. The second episode is all about Blades and them going back into the book and Blades fighting. Yeah. So the the, the two notes that I do want to point out here is that at first I hated Kamen Rider Saber's opening. I don't think it's a good one. I don't either. Um, I'm not a huge fan, honestly. Yeah. I think the ending song should have reversed and been the opening because it's got so much more energy to it and it's very... I mean, it says his name in it. Like, come on. Yeah. But, um, but I've come to just accept that you know, hey, it has two openings. Cool. Um, but anyway, so we meet. Oh, it's not. It's Sophia, not Josephina. Sorry, Sophia is the white dressed lady. Okay. Um, she does the exposition dump that they've been fighting the year the wars for years, fifteen years ago. Literally repeats stole. what you know what yeah. we got in the very first episode. It's, it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So the, the what the, the point is is that if the kaijus aren't defeated, the booked off section of the world stays that way. And then everything inside of there starts to either decay or change. Yeah. It's it's a weird kind of It becomes it, of the it, book world, it seems. It seems to have become part yeah, of the book world. Because it it just looked like things were changing and things were warping, but it was it, and I don't know. Yeah. Um it kind of looked like that, you know, that effect in the Silent Hill movies. Yeah. When after, yep. yeah, that's a, it was like exactly that what I thought of, of when I saw it. Because it's like, I think yeah. it's supposed to be book pages like peeling off, but it has this weird like decaying brown like. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a smooth thing. It looks gross. But, yeah. Um, so, um, what did I write here? Uh, so we find in this one, you finally get to see Rintaro's full, you know, henshin. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uses the lion Senki. It's the blue. The, blue the, the Lego lion he was rolling up on. <laughs> <laughs> that lion was made of all the Legos that have ever been stepped on. I'm convinced. Yep. <laughs> That's why it's so, so angry. <laughs> but you know, we see we see Enshin, and I, I'm, 
at first it's very jarring if if you don't accept the fact that these henshin sequences are just ridiculously long. They're they, just they gonna are. be that long. Even for and like long common rider Neo Heisei, like Heisei, Neo Heisei, all yeah. that stuff, they're very long and very um I don't know if it's a like product it's like, of like COVID, but like very much like a we can take this clip and insert it wherever we need to. <laughs> they are they are all yeah CG rendered, so yeah, it's all sequence that they just cut away to. And I, I mean, feeling, I get it. I have a feeling the state of the world had a lot to do with that, honestly. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. they just won't be able to do as many like right now anyway, as many like on site henchins like we would see in like zero one. So yeah, yeah, that's okay. I mean, they're it's it's working because it's not jarring and. When you take into account that everything is in a world of fantasy, why not? Yeah. So, but so his uh, he, he's called Common Rider Blades. Um, he uses his sword. He, each sword has a name. His is called na, Nagare or na, Nagare. 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 Anyway, yeah. Nagare. Yeah, the sword of currents. Sword of currents. So yeah, yeah, a lot of water motif with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, all of his tanks are uh, are water based. Yes. He's the water sword. The Lion Senki is like the water beast. Um, yeah. And he also uses a very like wushu style fighting where he's doing a lot of like step backs and sword spins and all kinds of, yeah, all kinds of flowy motions. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool because it was very, very like demonstrational wushu. Obviously, it's not great for fighting, but it looks fancy. So <laughs> he's very Zhang <laughs> Hua from Soul Calibur. So she's dope. She's sure, right. She sucks. I hate her. She's not fun to fight. Tolem is, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very um, it's interesting to watch though because it's very like wushu. There's a lot of kind of floaty, spinny sword stuff and spinning around and all kinds. Of, it's like flowing water. Um, so I thought that was kind of a cool little touch. It is yeah. the uh, the the villains are like I don't know. I guess they they show the first version of putties or whatever. Yeah, um, they're they're goons. I don't know what they were called. I, I didn't. I think they, they were just all classified them. as Megiddo, honestly. Um, all are just Megiddo? Yeah, I think they're all just Megiddo. Because I don't know. I also don't know if this was like the power. So there was two main Megiddo that they had to defeat for the world that were still around that they had to defeat for the world to go back to normal. There was a yeah. um, was it a grasshopper and a gold ant. I think he alluded to in the story. It was a gold ant and a grasshopper. That, yeah, yeah, um, grasshopper. it's two different bugs. The two, they're two bug Megiddo, and then I think the ant just creates copies of itself. That's the ants. I mean, it obviously makes the weird CG ones, but it they're creates like putty fantasy. copies, so it's kind of dope, like folklore and, and anything yeah. that 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 it's cool. I like this aspect that they're that they're pulling not from just the well known ones, you know what I mean, like the Cinderella's and all that shit. Like, but it's kind of cool that, that like, like that's how they figure out how to defeat it, it's from the stories that Toma's read over the years. Yeah. Which was a cool little, yeah. cool little touch, and um, we'll see how how much they capitalize on that and how intricate that gets. But it was cool, yeah. For like a beginning, you know, let's set the story up, show what everyone's about, introduce the characters we need to. It was it was a cool little thing they threw in there. What do you, what do you feel about the designs though? Like about the the suit designs? Do you do you like them in terms of? Because I think they're different enough because they're very asymmetrical, both of them. <laughs> but um, um, hmm. I think Senki has too much blue. Like, yes, I think the the they're too like saturated of colors. Like the yeah, I mean, obviously that's more goes into that like fantasy kind of kid thing it has going on. But like the blue that it uses is like a bright electric blue, not just like a navy blue or something a little less like. It's almost jarring on the eyes. Um, 
while you know Thomas is also like a bright bright red not just like a regular kind of like fiery deep red you would probably see in most stuff um yeah yeah it's I honestly don't know if I like them yet I think when they add the attachments they look a lot better which we get to in episode three um because I think it just it fills out because the so when they henchin it's seems to be wherever the book is placed that's the piece of armor that they get so Blades puts his in the middle of his belt. While it seems he can also use three, just like Toma can, his Senki is in the middle. Why? I, we don't know yet. Um, but his seems to be in the middle, so the line is right on his chest. He has this, like, Gundam Tryon 3 going th- thing going on. Yeah, where he just has very... a lion head on his chest. And it, um, if it didn't have, like, the dragon has goofy eyes, if they didn't have the goofy eyes, it'd be pretty badass. But the goofy eyes kinda, do, do yeah. take away. I know. I know it's yeah. on purpose, but it's just like, damn. Yeah, okay. that's kind of what, like, <laughs> I think that's what holds it back for me, like, being sold on it immediately as, like, a design gimmick. Um, the Kind of those, like, Lego eyes. Kind of like, um, uh, go on? No, which, what was the Sentai? RPM. It was whatever one became RPM. Um, whatever Sentai became Power Rangers RPM. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, their Zords had the same thing going on, where it was like a, they had the big, like, googly, like, Lego eyes. Um, cause they actually talked in that, but then they didn't in RPM, but that's a whole other thing, <laughs> but like, it's, it's that kind of thing. It just throws it off a little bit. I don't, I don't dislike it. I just, it's, there's some things holding me back from being sold on it. 100% right now. Yeah. So I'm, like, like, like I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, once we get the upgraded forms, actually, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I'm, I'm afraid of what the upgraded forms are going to look like. Like, yeah. is it going to be more hope, subtle or more obnoxious? I just hope they're not as... I think Saber is a little more appealing because, like you said, there's too much blue on Blades. He needs something to break it up. Um, it's just... it's He's literally just like a blue dude in a suit, like a blue man suit kind of thing, just like walking yeah, across I mean, the screen. Blue with the, it's blue with the black and silver, but it's just... It's so... There's it, so much of the blue. Together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's um, just... It's... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it's when we get to when we get to when he starts adding the pieces, I think it, it comes together a lot better. So hopefully it'll get to a point where they're just constantly using the uh, the other end, the bookends. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. the book, the book gimmick is working. I, I I have nothing negative to say about it. It's a little bulky, but that's about it. I just don't um, get it. I just don't get the belts right now. That's what it is. I mean, they, I know they haven't explained them, but like. I didn't miss like a line where they were saying like this is where you have to insert it, right? Like he just kind of pops it into the one end. Yeah, there was no like tutorial. It was just straight up because that's what it is. Like there why is go. why is the lion senki in the middle while the dragon is on the left side or right side? You know what I mean? I think that determines where you put the the form. Like it's on the left, center, or right. Oh, I get that, but like, what's stopping Blaze from putting it in the left and then just having I don't the full same thing? Okay, I just I like you anything. know what I mean. Like I have a lot of questions when it comes to that. I mean, it, I, think I would assume like it's just for variety default. at this point. <laughs> yeah, because he's been entering it on the right side. Yeah. I, every power up, he's been entering on the left side. So it's like, yeah, I don't think I don't think it, it matters. Yeah. Um. So eventually the episode turns into like a big, you know, blades fights and they stop it. And instead of getting a big kaiju, we kind of get this really. Again, I don't know if I hate it or not, but we get this really big CG battle where they get bikes and things like that. They both unlock their bikes in the episode, and they have to yeah. go for, like, round two against the Kaijin. Um, and you find out the 
Blades has this like four wheeler with Gatling guns in the front of it. <laughs> it's not bad. It's kind of dope. It's kind of dope. Straight up murders everyone. Yeah, it straight up just has like Vulcans on the front of it. It's crazy. Um, Bob Blade gets like your typical common rider motorcycle. Um, but they also unlock Jack and the Beanstalk at this point, and that's our first kind of toy. <laughs> that's our first yeah. toy. Um, yeah. So, you I know, to- Toma uses it right away. It, its whole gimmick is it shoots seeds out, and if it shoots them into the ground, well, it creates yeah, I the mean, beanstalk. Uh, that's the same thing. What the hell? Rintaro used it first, uh, but he didn't, like, insert it into his belt. He scanned He scanned it over his sword, and then his sword right, was right, able right. to use that ability. Yeah, the, Whatever the sword the was fired was, like he, the bullet shot. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. Scanning so, charge. <laughs> and then yeah, and then and then uh Saber goes and he puts it in his driver and Blade starts to panic, like, oh you can't do that. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I bet you I will, and then he does. So it's like, okay, all right, we're gonna he's just gonna be that. He's gonna be the main bitch. character. That's what he's gonna be. Yep. Main so. character syndrome straight yeah. up. Um and then it proceeds Amnesia to do a big main it's character. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, I mean <laughs> It, yeah, we'll get into this. There was a thing that happened in the third episode that really bugs me about this whole like amnesiac thing. But anyway, this episode ends with like yeah. a big CG battle. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, kind yeah. of this cool. I like. So the, I, I like how it before. looks. Honestly, like. I mean, yeah, the the forms look great. That's the, that's ghost syndrome. I'm thinking that the the, the forms are going to be amazing. Yeah, but the story might not be. But hey, yeah. we'll see. Um, but yeah, it has this like silver and kind of like tealish green thing going on and you know, it's got the wiring and it has this weird little like droopy doodle thing on the end of the one hand, <laughs> which is like a, weird yeah, looking. It doesn't do, I expect it to I be like a whip why. thing, but it doesn't do anything. It just kind of like, <laughs> it just, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's all it does. Um, but it looks cool. It, it, it's not offensive in any way. Like nothing about the show has been offensive to me so far. It just, no, which you just have fine. to be very accepting of yeah. a lot. Um, which you know I'm working on, and which but is, I absolutely love these designs. Oh my god, I can't stress that I love their designs. Yeah, even they're, even they're cool. as jarring as the the line is, it's just it's a when you when we're coming from <clears throat> zero one, where the I don't know it was just it, it, they look like two different shows, but they're happening in the same world, and I love that. I'm still so, curious how that's going to tie together too. Probably very loosely. <laughs> Probably very, very loosely. Like someone's going to walk on screen with like a heat end phone or something like that. And that'll be about it. It's just like, just going to be like that in the background. Izu's going to deliver one of the books. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Izu too. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... But yeah. They had a really cute little moment where he was like, as soon as he does that, he just starts like firing the bullets, being like, whoa, look, this is cool. And then he just like fires yeah. it at the ground and Rintaro's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it shoots the beanstalk out. And uh, Toma just drives up the beanstalk and chases the the grasshopper through the sky, <laughs> which it's was a dope, it's a dope sequence. It was pretty cool. For yeah. as much as I hate the big CG sequences, again, I think it's you know it was either that or we he don't get a common rider. Him. So yeah, he finally just he finally does his rider kick, the flaming dragon. How do you kick. how do you feel about the rider kicks? It was kind of something I wanted to get into. I mean, I, I kind of see that they're very. I don't know. The, the, they're called what are they? Wonder, wonder, wonder finish or something. No, like no, that? no. I'm sorry. Yeah, wonder something. But Rintaro's 
was kind of cool that he kicked them through a water bubble type of thing. Like it, it looked like a dope setup, mm-hmm. but if that's how it's going to be every time, I don't see. Well, first off, Sabres was straight up just the decade kick. Number one. It's, um, when they kick, you mean that, that part when they're going through the books, that's yeah, cool. Uh, it is decade. It is decade. It's but, decade, but then it's more so what bugged me was when they freeze frame them in their like kicking pose and then it like does that weird 360 while the book's flipping. I thought that was awful, honestly. Uh, like, I like that effect when they transition into the world and everything. I think it looks really cool. Um, yeah, but that's a dope. When it did that like weird 360 where it was clearly like just a freeze frame, I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't. That that honestly killed the kick for me. I wasn't a fan. Like, I got you. I really wasn't. That like I honestly was well, so I turned off by that. I don't even remember I don't even remember the bubble like, you were just I like talking that about. He had the kick. <laughs> like I, I genuinely don't even so, remember it. That's how much it turned me off as I soon as I saw that. Have, as long as they focus on the swords. Like I'd rather Yes. I'd rather all they finishes be sword focused and yeah. maybe do like a kick every once in a while. Yeah. So because I don't remember if they did a kick in the third episode, did they? No. Um, it was all like the sword slashes and uh, stuff. Was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're um, right. Um, my but, last two notes on episode yeah, two are... Uh, on. It's... I said, I hate Tassel. <laughs> I hate Tassel. I hate Tassel. I hate Tassel. I, hate, I literally wrote this like five, six nice. times. Like, I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> if and he's gonna close out every episode. And uh, anyway, uh, yeah. All I wrote for them is uh, they that Rentero apparently has a, a weakness for sweets. Um, yeah. Because he's trying to keep his body character. pure as a pure swordsman. That's why. Yeah. So it's, it's cute. It's a um, yeah. It's a moment. <laughs> And then it ends with the introduction of what we were saying earlier, that yeah. obvious tertiary writer. Yeah. Our, um, who apparently is the one in the ending, which I think I talked about last week, which is very confusing because I thought it was going to be May. Um, it's just very jarring to have a third writer there and three people on screen the whole time and it not be that third person. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, we haven't seen the writer form yet. He's apparently in the next episode or the episode after, but we have seen him. It's a, uh, I don't, do you know his name? I don't know his name. Kenzon? Is that Kenzon? Kento. Nope. It's Kento Fukamiya. Fukamiya. What's his writer Kami. name? Is it Espada? I. It's probably Espada because okay. he hasn't henchened. He didn't henchen yeah. in this episode. Yeah, and that's he was yellow, so I think Espada was yellow in the teaser. Um. Yeah. So he he kind of pops in, just kind of rolling into episode three. He pops in and tells Toma that you know, hey, we've been we've known each other for a long time, bro. Um. Yeah, and and that was very jarring. Yes, because it's like, how could you? How can all right? I mean, if I hadn't seen you in fifteen years, I obviously wouldn't recognize you right away either. Yeah. But at the same token, I wouldn't buddy up as fast. <laughs> like, I just you're like, Wait, I think a lot of it had to do with like he's clearly part of sort of logos, and I'm sure there was some kind of communication, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, but mean, obviously, I'm I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt in that case, where he was I'm, like, hey, I heard Thomas, man. <laughs> And then, but he went from like one end to the other in like two heartbeats. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and Toma went from "I don't remember you at all" to "Hey, buddy." Yeah, and that hey, was really buddy. the crux of my issue with the amnesia. Um, because he goes from full "I don't remember anything" to that in like half a second. 
don't ever do an amnesia angle. They, it's they just, not good. They're so useless and messy. Like, if you can't make a character care about anything, don't don't do that. Just don't make yeah. a character. It's. <laughs> I don't know. It, it that was that was the first time I I would say that that's the only time out of the three episodes where I like heavy side and I was like, oh boy, don't do this. Don't yeah. don't go down this road, man. This is what I was worried about, but. For the most part, I have to say in the three episodes, like I'm, I'm fairly happy with what I've seen. Um, it still has that different yeah. vibe. It still has that sentai, vi- sentai vibe, in my opinion. Um, but not long after that, we get introduced to my favorite thing so far, period, and that is Common Rider Daddy. <laughs> Quite literally, literally, he is the parent writer. His yes, he's the king of parenting. Is the subtitle that they gave him. I put in. I put a picture of the spot out there uh, in the Discord. I think. Anyway, um, so his intro is levels of intense that I don't think we've seen in a while. I <laughs> so when this started, I genuinely thought there was like an error with my video <laughs> because we are in the cafe talking. To like this third dude, and then all of a sudden, after the intro, we are immediately with a fourth dude, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> like I I'll thought the the up. episode like glitched out because we like skipped to the middle of a fight, like they're just fighting another Megido, and I was like, "Did I yeah? Did I miss something? Did I stroke out for a minute? Like what happened?" They introduced Ro- <clears throat> they introduced him so like, "Ooh, we got a, a donation." A I didn't get a chance to see who it was. Oh no, I didn't see who it was. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, it'll pop up here in a minute. Let's let's call him out. Oh oh oh! Hang on, hang on. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I redid Windows, so I can't see it. Um, thank you so much. I so, do. Apo- I will look later. I do apologize. I can't see it at the moment. Um. <laughs> Let me see if it pops up in the the mini feed here. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> Genbu, Genbu. I forget what his name is, but Genbu. His his no no that's for that's. Hold on, I'm reading my notes here. Um. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Did you catch that in the episode? Apparently, even after their altar books are destroyed, the Megiddo can come back. At any point, even ones that they destroyed. Yes, I did. I do remember that. Um, there we go. So Sorry. I had a I had a theory that maybe that's either something to do with, like, their. Is that me doing that? Yes. Oh, it was, it was Yoli. Oh, thanks, Yoli. <laughs> thanks. I don't know. Why it said donation, but she liked the stream. Thanks. Oh wait, that was okay. before. I don't know. It may have been a donation. I don't know what's happening with this thing right now, but thank you, whoever it was. We're going to go with donation. Thank you. Yeah, let's go with donation. Um, I like money. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) so we're introduced to Kamen Rider Buster, like right out the gate. He's already henchened, like I said, in a weird like fever dream transition. (laughs) Yeah, and abruptly, all of a sudden, and boom, he's there. So Um, he he destroys the kaiju that was the, the Megiddo in the first episode. Again, yes. Um, Hands. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's Common Rider, father. Common Rider, Darth Fodder. 
I like so, daddy. I just want to call him daddy. <laughs> he's awesome though. Like he 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 has this presence that is like immediate. You recognize that this guy's a total badass. Yeah. Um, and then immediately after he kills the Megiddo, a little boy just runs up to him. Hey, pop, say dad or whatever the hell he says. It's literally his just father. This this literally a father. He's it's not it's even like such, it's. <laughs> it wasn't even like I'm just calling him daddy because I like him so much. Like no, he's literally it's his, common it's rider father. father. <laughs> oh so boy. it's like it's so jarring to see because it's the first time I think we've ever seen that. <laughs> so. Yes, but he had um to me like when he gets introduced, he had hard like Akira vibes, um like birth common rider birth. He yeah. he gives off like that kind of energy. If anyone's he knows, he does. It's he's that he's that um. I don't know, cause cause they're not the same character. No, but, but he like has the very, same kind of vibe to him, kind yeah. of like the the goofy rambunctious, but can like hold his own and kind of sturdy. Yeah. Um, and he, what's different about him in particular is he doesn't wear a belt. He uses his sword to transform because it is the size of his child times two. Yes, he carries he carries around a Buster sword. He literally carries around a Buster sword, and it's pretty cool. I'm I wish it didn't have holes sure. in it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more like an axe sword. Thing, Don't worry about it. Just go with it. It's it. It works. It works. It works. It works. Um, and, and then he, we immediately see his his final attack right out the gate too, um, where his sword gets even uh, bigger and he just does a straight up like infinity chop thing. I wrote it. Yeah, it's called the Gembu Shinwa. And then anytime yes. it has like a break, it goes kabam. Grand. Oh, it's called the Grand Judgment. I'm sorry, the Grand Judgment. Holy crap, that is dope. <laughs> that's sick yeah um so it essentially grows like five times its size just turns into this big ridiculous thing and he just chops them in half he chops them a couple times but he chops them in half <laughs> um, yeah he, he he dices them up makes some fried rice out of them kind of thing like it's yeah game over bro I, game over i don't know if they all dehension the same way but did you notice that when he dehensions like the 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 books like flap their pages all over him and then the, the armor goes away. I thought it was, I mean, I, I could have just missed scene. I thought it was just like rock chipping off him. Was it? I need to watch it again. I thought it was because like he obviously has, he's the, he's the swordsman of earth, which they allude to as soon as like yes. you know, after the scene, he's the swordsman of earth. I forget what his sword's called, but it was a really badass name too. Um, they have the, really cool it, sword names. Hold, um, on, hold on. I wrote it down. His sword is called, oh no, it's called Gekido. Gekido. Um, but yeah, he's he's the swordsman of Earth, and the way I thought it was, I mean, I could have just been looking at it wrong. So like we said, the the peeling book thing when it's inside the world looks a little similar. Um, I thought it was like rock yeah. chunks coming I mean, off him because it does it does the same thing when oh. he henches. It was the same looking thing, in my opinion. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to see. let me let me pull it off because yeah. I could be wrong too. But, um, that was just, uh, but yeah, but yeah, because it seems to be like you know what I mean. Like when they, when they all hench and they seem to like throw out their element and their elephant kind of engulfs them. So. Did I say elephant? I meant element. Um, yeah. So he's he's super cool. <laughs> he's he's sick. Oh, Genbu is one of my favorite things ever um, because the four same piece is a sick motif. It is one of my the coolest things ever, and I blame you, Hakusho, for that because the same beasts are awesome. Yeah, I mean, I hope that there's more. I hope yes. that they actually even if it's full. just his shtick. If there's more, I am all for it. Like I hope his final form is Koryu, the Golden Dragon. If there, there's it's not pages, like, like it's pages. It just yeah, it's it's pages. Yeah, it's pages. I'm Damn, 
kind of take like a screenshot of it. Um, ah, too slow. But yeah, it's. He also has the. I didn't even notice it at first until he henchens the second time in the episode. But he has the turtle shell thing going on, like it's a mini turtle shell on his back. I thought that was really cool. That was a nice touch. Um, because obviously he's got like the chest thing going on, but I thought it was just like a chest, like an armored chest. But he actually has like the turtle shell like hexagon things on his back. It's pretty sick. Gotcha. So I hope. Like that. I hope. Yeah, he he looks like a ninja turtle. It's kind of cool. Um, I, I really hope they stick with this Saint Beast thing. Like I said, whether it's for, you know, if, if Toma ends up being like, if they all end up taking one of the beasts sort of deal, cause obviously we have the dragon, the tiger, the tortoise. I'm going to assume Espada is a bird. He may be yeah. if they're rolling with that. Cause the last one would be the vermilion bird. Obviously the elements don't match, but Hey, it's, it's a start starting somewhere. It doesn't mean they won't match at the end. You know what I mean? So call it now. Cause he's giving me super death vibes. So you think he's gonna I'm, die? I'm, gonna, I'm putting him on the chopping block for sure. He's he's not gonna make the whole show. And if he does, I think something. <laughs> I think Common Rider Buster will make the show, whether it's the same guy or not. I think Common Rider Buster will yeah, be around okay. the whole time. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, because obviously we've already seen that the swords are passed down. So maybe his kid, they'll, maybe they'll do a thing where his kid becomes a Common Rider and he's a full adult man when he enchants. <laughs> So his kid is dope too, little Sora. Sora he's not do anything, and I was like, okay, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, he just—he's like, you're fucking weird, dude. Like, yeah, like, can you not? That's, get away from me, you weirdo. <laughs> so, I like that. I liked it, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely speaking of Sora. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. the episode continues. You know, the, they're up to their cockamimi scams again, and this yeah. new Megido sends out books all across the city. Sora is being watched by May as the swordsmen all kind of like convene at the Swords of Logos headquarters. They do their powwow thing. Yeah, they yeah. do a little powwow thing, talk about what's going on. Um, and Sora picks up a book and disappears um, and is taken to the world where the three riders go, oh shit, we got to find him. Um, and that ensues with another fight. And we find uh, when they beat the one of the ant, I believe, in the last episode, we had um, Peter Pan unlock as one of the wonder books. And we get to see that for the first time. And Toma uses it incorrectly. And Rintaro, or Shintaro, it, Rintaro, immediately says, hey, give little, me that. Before before that, we're randomly introduced to like this random character named Dai Shinji. And I had to rewind it like three times. Because I forgot like, about him. Like, who, he just, he just like, rolls out of the bag. Nowhere. Yeah, and then he's there, and then he's gone. And then he comes back again later on in, at yeah, the end of the episode. And you're like, hanging out in the back. Oh. Like, who are you? I mean, they, they say his name, but yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's it. And he's just, like, chilling there and, like, reacting to everything they're talking about. I was like, what is yeah. happening? And they're like, who the hell is this guy? Apparently I honestly thought it was Jin for a second because like they have the same, like, hairdo going on. I thought it was Jin. And I was <laughs> like, there's the tie. And then they just kept talking. So <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know, man. Um, his, but, so, all right. So, yeah, to go back to what you were saying, but in the... As they were leaving, Buster drops this line. He says, know your place and stand aside, novelist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Calls him like, out. He's going he's gonna to have the best lines. Like, yeah. he's gonna, the dude's so cool. I, I, I didn't write it verbatim, but the, the quote that he says when he approaches the Megiddo, yeah. I don't know if you remember that moment, but he's like doing this countdown and saying like this whole spiel. That was dope as hell. Like, 
even the characters are like, this guy's intense as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, wow, he's, he's really on. intense. <laughs> I was like, he's really intense. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a great yeah, intro, so, honestly. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, okay, you have my attention. Hello, Mr. Buster. How are you? Yeah. This is this uh, to, to point out what you were saying about Toma using the uh, the fantasy incorrectly. Uh, apparently, it, there's something that he mentions that I wrote. He, you can have matching books. Or, yes, or matching it seems books. to be like a perfect match kind of thing in build. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. That's kind of that's what I wrote. It was like it's it's kind of has like a match thing. Yeah, um, or like they can but, use them, but it doesn't pull out the full potential unless it's with a certain book, which I'm assuming is like yeah. the main Senki or you know saber books, whatever. Or I'm thinking, yeah, or like the books all have like these color coordinations that they're meant to be in. That's what I was thinking too. But then, Peter, uh, right? But Jack and the Beanstalk was just like silver. Yeah. (laughs) So, but then (laughs) Rintaro uh, equips it, and I think his suit looks infinitely better with that equipped. Honestly, I was like, okay, that's cool looking. So let me see if I can find a picture of that. We'll see. Um, yeah, Rintaro uses it. Um, they actually have a funny little thing where when Toma tries to use it, he throws out this like grappling hook thing and then like uses the hook on it to like pull it up and he just kind of like mashes them into each other by accident. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be another like unorthodox like way to use it. Like clearly he did with Jack and the Beanstalk, but no, Rintaro was like, no, that's just wrong. Stop it. You it's fool. Get out of here. You're, you're, what good are you? Are you? <laughs> Um, I don't know their dynamic yet. Their dynamic is going to be very weird. Like it seems to be very much a. There are lots. I I think it's it's kind of like if if Fuma wasn't serious, like he's kind of showing him the ropes, but at the same time, like Toma is just kind of going to do his own thing, and Rintaro is supposed to be like the by the books dude. <laughs> by the books, get it? Um, yeah, you know, yeah, and then Rintaro is just kind of like reacting with Toma, who's clearly like a free spirit. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much going to be the dynamic. I think I don't think it's going to evolve much past that. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll see because we got a long way to go. But yeah. the way they're making it seem is that he has a stronger bond with Espada. Um, yeah, or a pre-existing bond with who we were soon going to be Espada because we don't have official con, but it's pretty much you know him. Yeah. Um, um, and then the episode but, pretty yeah, much ends so, with uh, Buster getting his full henchin, and we do see the the full sequence of him doing that, and he messes up the Megiddo, and then the world doesn't end, like the the book world doesn't go away. So they're like, "What the hell, yeah. man?" Um, and Sora still missing. Come back. Yeah. So that so was they kind know of the, yeah. They they know there's you know something is afoot. It is afoot. Um, yeah. But it's it was a it was like I said I love I love Buster so far. Like it, it was a really strong intro. And um, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I I honestly, like I said, I enjoyed the the two and three a lot more than I enjoyed one. Um, it's just if anything, again, I can't say as of now whether it's a product of the world we're in right now or whether it's you know bad writing. I'm gonna assume it's the first one. Um, these seemed a little breakneck, and there's a lot of stuff in there that just kind of was there. <laughs> I'm gonna give them yeah, the benefit I mean, of the doubt is- and say it's it's the world we live in, and they probably did this like at a really rushed pace than they normally would. So like, yeah. I like the, the promise. Mm-hmm. I think the show is going to be enjoyable. I don't think the stakes, <clears throat> I should say this. I shouldn't say that the stakes are going to be high Cause they're going to be fucking world ending. I mean, it's like, it's not going to have that grim feeling that zero one yeah, dipped into. No. I think so, it's very much going to be like a hero's journey kind of thing where it's like good versus evil. Like, 
to the biggest yeah. separation you can, no kind of gray area sort of thing. And even, yeah, and even if they keep it that simple, that's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? It's we see okay. plenty of shows where that happens, like, correctly. Um, yeah. So, it's, like you said, it's, it's trying to keep an open mind right now, and we'll see where it goes. There's a lot of promising things here. There was a lot of promising things in Ghosts, but there's a lot of promising things here um, that could potentially, you know, make it good, despite our doubts. And, like I said, I hope that guy learned a lot of stuff um, over the last couple of years. So... Yeah. If the death threats didn't do it, <laughs> <laughs> you will learn today, boy. <laughs> so let's let's hope that you know. Well, we'll see that episode because I think we're gonna finally get to meet Espada. Uh, yeah. It, if not, it'll be like the very villain. end. Like that's the closer. Um, yeah. Because it seems like gonna Toma is gonna use the hedgehog. So I think it's it. So we do know what it is. Yeah, it's not a bird. It's a hedgehog. I think it's like lightning hedgehog or something like that. So. I mean, there is there is five riders, so on each side, yeah. we we you know Daijinchi or whatever his name is could potentially be the bird, but we'll see. Zen we'll is see. still coming too. Kenzan. Oh yeah, Kenzan. That's probably Daijinchi, honestly. Daijinchi, you think? Yeah, yeah. it makes the most sense. I I feel like it. why like why else would he be hanging out there unless he's just like alpha <laughs> to the chick Zordon? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which. That's what I think. I think, honestly, the first, like, 10 or so episodes, we're going to see a lot of disjointed stuff because they would have had to have filmed that, like, peak COVID times. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of this kind of disjointed, thrown together, breakneck speed, a lot of CG, um, until we get back to, like, whatever they're filming now. You know what I mean? It's probably going to be, like, 15, 20. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see when we get there, I guess. <laughs> Um, do you have any closing well, thoughts on uh, Saber? Yes. If you find a driver for cheap, let me know. Because I'm all about that driver. You like that driver? I like that the sword's in I it, honestly. Um, it's really cool that the weapon just is literally the driver. Yeah. It's very, very Ryuki, like back in the day. So. I dig everything about it. <laughs> um, like I said, it's I, I, I haven't seen anything offensive. I've seen some things I'm not a huge fan of but it's nothing where it's like this is killing the show for me so far um the designs are fine they're cool like they're they're just cool i don't know i got no strong opinion either way honestly buster's awesome um but yeah it's what we'll see i guess um thank you so much for watching if you guys are watching live we really do appreciate it this is potentially gonna be the format we do it from now on we'll see i don't know uh, but either way, you can always follow us on Tokadon at on Facebook, um, and anywhere you get your podcasts, we're we're on everything. It kicks it out to everything. We're on Amazon now. Apparently, didn't know that, <laughs> but we're on Amazon now. <laughs> uh, if you listen to Amazon podcasts, so um, if you want to follow me personally, and once again, please, because I'm gonna like I said, red light district. If you want to go to the the G4 Reddit subreddit, up uh, my uh, my audition. I would greatly appreciate it, but I am at Kaiju Kotaru. Two R-U's. C-K-A or C-A-R-U-R-U. Um, you can follow me on all social medias that way. So. Sick mirror tricks and everything else. Yeah. So, thanks for watching, guys. We appreciate it. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.